Welcome to this episode of the Going Off Topic Podcast. We're two fans who, after 17 years, still have no idea what Kingdom Hearts is. That's right. We're about as authentic as a dress code at a nude beach. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Brayden. And I'm Chris. And we are going off topic. And I'm not. <laughs> hey guys, like welcome it. back. It's been uh it's been a while. It's been a while. Like really a while. <laughs> I'm not even sure if I'm allowed to talk yet, but I'm just gonna stop. No, right just there. <laughs> I don't think you would survive at our workplace. Yeah, yeah no. I mean, it's anytime anybody says it's been, it's either it's it's been a while or it's, it's been one wings. <laughs> yeah, I I I work at an immersive theater company. My whole job is puns. Ah, uh, well, you know, so I... I have a whiteboard by my desk that I write, like, stupid jokes on every day. Yeah. Uh-huh. What do you call two birds that stick together? Hmm. Velcros. <laughs> we on fire. We on fire. That's what people get to walk into on Tuesday, and I'm very excited about it. <laughs> so wait, is that a spoiler? Well, no, because well, when is this going to go out? Oh, yeah, yeah it'll be a Friday, right. so. so it'll be like a, yeah, yeah, remember that? when Charles did that. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, that was a good I remember one. the old days before he lost his sanity. <laughs> yeah, I remember tang- when, I remember when I lost my mind. And he started drawing Tangela every day. Tangled? You watch Tangled? Tangle up. Tangle oh, Pokemon. Pokemon. Yeah. I mean, I could draw Tangled because you do do princess parties as well. Yeah, I relate to Tangle these days. Just you feel like a mess. Yeah, I'm a <laughs> Big mess. Big ball of rotten spaghetti. <laughs> rotten spaghetti. Spaghetti. <laughs> spaghetti with red shoes. How do we know Yoshi's not under there? Dude. Oh, that's some next level. That's mm-hmm. that's me part of the so, uh, the Smash Cinematic Universe. Yeah. Maybe so. the shoes just make you animated and make you sentient. It's like Frosty the Snowman, but dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so Tangrowth is big Yoshi. Yeah, oh my Tangrowth God, yes. is, uh, I like Tangrowth. I I Tangrowth He's cool. Is, it's just He's got long arms. It's better than Lililicky. Well, yeah, he's got the true. Wi-Fi just symbol got, on his stomach. Yeah, like, doesn't wait, he have like a weird bowling pin head or something? Yes, like that? yeah, he has a weird bowling pin I head. Thought, weird. I thought it looked and like he, whipped cream or something. And he has a Wi-Fi on his stomach. Wait, really? Wi-Fi? Look it up. Look at you have a computer next to you. Look it up right now. Hang it's on. it's straight up the like the Wi-Fi. Hold on, I need to look this up. <laughs> oh my God, he does yes! have the bars. He's got the Wi-Fi, dude. Check it out. He's got the Spotify logo on his stomach. Wow. <laughs> It's, it's like not. an upside down Spotify logo. Oh, that's so weird. I'm sorry. You're gonna have to look this up, uh, he, listeners. He, he because does, he does unless like, you're an avid Pokemon fan he does already. Like a bowling or that. Pin. Yeah, it's it's weird. I, I don't I don't like how he looks. <laughs> and somehow his tongue is smaller than Lickitung's, which is weird. Like you figure it'd be a lot longer because you know it's an evolved form, but you know. Well, I mean, sure, sure, it gets longer. Like, can you imagine having that just like dragging around? It's like Greninja. Ugh. Just wraps around his neck and like, it's what like a scarf. That's what Gene Simmons does. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just imagining that family guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. As you may have known already, this, uh, this is Charles' second episode. Yeah. Welcome back. Yeah, you were. Hello. Original- I, almost, I almost waved. Like, what a jackass. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, like, I'm like, here. Like, like, uh, like a Lego character in a video game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, because 
my my we moved desks at work, so now mine's like right next to the hallway window. So never anyone walks by. I'm just like, hey, hi. I'm not even looking at. Him, I'm just like, hey, I'm the new guy. <laughs> I do the puns. Did you see the Velcro? <laughs> Did you see the Velcros? Velcros, you get it. I am super excited for your topic later on, which uh, it's gonna be a huge rant. I I've have, got a lot of heart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Of course, you got a lot of. Heart. I have a kingdom of emotions to mm. release on the world. Well, it makes me want to walk away. <laughs> and that's all the time we have for this episode. Man, that was simple and clean. <laughs> <laughs> we on fire. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we get to that, though, we just might as well get start with our weird news and strange times coming up and uh, coming up, coming up now. Weird news right and now. strange times right now, right here, right now. Yeah, I'm not gonna really do an intro anymore. I'm kind of kind of burnt out. What are that. we done with that? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of not feeling it anymore. Well, just, think I mean, about the fans and what the fans? Hype. It's just the, the hype, parents. The hype we've created. <laughs> mm. Yeah, think about the fans that I keep in my room to keep my room cool. <laughs> I'm just thinking for that work joke. <laughs> yep. I, mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Did you get the fans? That one. That one was right for you. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go ahead and get started from uh, Rolling Stone. Um, a toy company now owns Death Row Records. Oh, yeah, I'd heard about this. Yeah. Um, the wonderful company of Hasbro Corporation, now known for owning Mr. Potato Head, My Little Pony, and Power Rangers, and bought now, Entertainment One. Death Row Records. Death Row Records. Uh, more precisely, they bought the Entertainment One division, which is a multimedia company that owns the children's franchises Peppa Pig and PJ Masks. No idea who those are, but, you know. You don't know who Peppa Pig is? Which one's Peppa Pig? Peppa Pig's a sassy bitch. It's just straight <laughs> up. No, like, there's one. Doesn't she have, like a, t- like, a kid's show? Yeah, it's it's a kid's show, right? So, for anyone who may not know, uh, I was an only child until I was 13. So, you know, my yeah. little brother kind of grew up um, watching, like, Peppa Pig and stuff like that. Right. But on, his own, on his own timeline. Yeah. There's, a, there's one episode where she's just, like, it went, like, viral on Twitter for a little bit because she's just a f***ing savage. And... <laughs> She's like, she's comp with friends on the phone and it's all British. So they're like, yeah. what's wrong, Peppa? And she's like, I can't whistle. And the one sheep, she's like, well, this, I can whistle this to this. And she just straight up like holds the phone out and hangs up on her and like puts the phone down. Just like staring dead ahead. It's so great. For a kid show, it's like insane. It's like, did you just? Teaching kids don't get mad, get even. Get it's even. Like, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so Entertainment One has a music division, which they bought the label um, Death Row in 2013 before they went bankrupt in 2006, which I didn't even know about. In a statement, the Hasbro CEO, Brian Goldner, celebrated his purchase. Yeah, I would too. Uh, the ad- celebrate. Celebrate. <laughs> Come ad- on, celebrate. <laughs> the acquisition of E1 adds beloved story-length global family brands that deliver strong operating returns to Hasbro's portfolio and provides a pipeline of new brand creation driven by family-oriented storytelling. So goodbye, Death Row. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Uh-oh. The G version did, of Death Row what Records. What did they do? Like, who were the bands under Death Row Records? Oh, so like Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, <laughs> Suge Knight, <laughs> all those boys. Oh, <laughs> Oh. So I don't know, like I don't know if Snoop's along, no longer with them or anything like that. I know Dr. Dre was for a little bit, but um, yeah, it's just kind of like they just come and go kind of thing. But um, so now we're gonna have the hot beats from Mr. P and the Tater Boys. <laughs> oh my god, I'd, I'd listen. To be totally fair. <laughs> yeah, I would too. <laughs> um, so apparently, from the purchase, uh, this is what it said in the article: um, Mr. Potato Head and the Power Rangers have no comment to make. So yeah, good, 
good writing there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the cross-branding opportunities here basically write themselves, but there's no word on whether Death Row Records, the Monopoly game, is forthcoming. Hey, Chris, oh boy. there you go. Oh, Coming yeah. up. There are, however, $130 million in-cost synergies available for both companies if they pass um, by 2020, according to deadlines. So it's basically a huge money-making thing for both companies, rather than like, oh, hey, we're just going to like own you now. So... You know, whatever, but that just, I'm waiting for the Suge Knight action figure. That's what I'm waiting for. So it's not like owning a boat in Nebraska where it's like, well, I got a boat. <laughs> now what? <laughs> like you just have a boat to have a boat. Yeah. So I, when I, when I read that first, I felt like, oh, this is like, you know, Disney like buying something or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. like no, it's, they're no. just literally like have the same, you know, umbrella branch, I guess, you know, so it's all good. <laughs> wow. I'm really rusty right now. <laughs> it's been too long. It's been too long. YouTube has removed videos of robots fighting, citing animal cruelty. <laughs> YouTube will do anything. Like, Gosh, literally has anything. has really gone down Okay, now. so... They've gotten uh, so this is, bad. This is why I wanted you on here, because to talk about this. <laughs> well, all right, so... This is the main reason I started doing Twitch instead. But um, we meme game theory a lot. But, like, Matt Pat released a such a good video... Talking about how YouTube, 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 that's the competitor. Yeah, Book YouTube market. is like ruining gaming because they're they're shooting themselves in the foot. Hardcore, like he used uh, Mortal like, Kombat 11 as yeah. an example. Um, like apparently somehow like Google owns the company that made Mortal Kombat 11. Wait, wait, I thought Warner Brothers did. Mortal I have Kombat. so they own. I have no f***ing idea. But somehow, like, <laughs> Google had huge stakes in World Combat 11. But due to YouTube's TOS, you cannot have, like, overly violent stuff portrayed and be yeah. monetized. It's not advertiser-friendly, quote-unquote. They ended up cutting the, the Fiend's entrance and so, at, at freaking SummerSlam because there was the Bray Wyatt head mm-hmm. lantern that was too graphic, supposedly. Oh, whatever. That wasn't too graphic. But yeah, so people can't upload mortal Kombat 11 footage to youtube and so they lose money yeah because like they can't fulfill this thing that they own like they right. can't put their own thing up there and as someone who um like and again this is something that's also been memed out of the hell out of asmr for yeah. example oh yeah we're very familiar with asmr <laughs> <laughs> but like i'd actually like have the phenomenon which is weird because Sorry. Dude. (laughs) But, like, I thought it was just one of those things that, like, everyone had, but nobody talked about until I, like, learned that only, like, 12% of the world has it. Really? Um, Yeah. So it's, like, it's super rare. But, uh, they, YouTube has cracked down so hard on that community. Mm -hmm. Um, like, they can't, they used to, you know, they would make, like, the haircutting role plays and stuff. Like, they can't use the word role play. In their titles, or they'll get demonetized. Oh, nothing, okay. nothing with like aggressive mouth sounds, or they'll get demonetized. <laughs> oh, that scared me. <laughs> but like, <laughs> man, so Harry Potter's uh, Barty Crouch would get. Uh, oh god, yeah, he'd get, he'd get the X. But yeah, like so. Um, Damn it! Your stupid outburst made me tra- But no, like. So there's just all like all this stuff going against like ASMR creators and like what they do. I love that there's a reference to it in Wreck It Ralph too. Oh, oh really? Have you seen it? I've never seen Wreck It. Yeah, I don't remember which one was it. So there's <laughs> this is a great moment. So the plot of so really the plot of Wreck It Ralph too. They're trying to raise money, and so 
they make Ralph go viral, basically. And he's doing a whole bunch of popular things. Like, he does, like, cooking videos, and he flosses at one point, which is like, shoot me. I remember that. But there's one, like, it's such a small little bit, but there's, like, this one girl in the office who's just, like, he's literally just smacking his lips together. And I was like, oh, my God, they just made an ASMR joke straight up in this mainstream piece of media. Yeah, like, it actually has gotten to a point where um, a bunch of uh, creators have banded together, and they actually just announced this app on Saturday. But they're making their own, well, Saturday at the time of recording this. Right. So it would be September, August 31st is when they announced it. Um, and it goes live September 7th. But it's called Z's. Z's. Mm-hmm. Like Z E E S. Um, and it's basically an ASMR app that mm. a bunch of creators banded together. The only thing that really sucks about it, and the, like a lot of people were like, what the hell is this? Is that it's subscription-based yeah. and it's $10 mm. a month? Ugh, there you Ooh. go. But it's also like they're financing it yeah. themselves. Exactly. Like yeah. it's not, you know, people are like, oh, they already have money. It's like, no, they f-ing don't. Yeah. Like that's the thing. They're doing this <laughs> full time. No, they don't. That's the problem. Right. Like they're, they're doing this and... Um, GBA SMR, who I love dearly, uh, put basically like all of her savings into it, or like a lot of money and time into this, and uh, her and her partner, like the you know kind of the main people, yeah. and you know people are just like there's a huge backlash, and it's like okay, if you know I think it's honestly the vocal minority who's screaming out about this, mm-hmm. but it's like you know she's got two point two million subscribers on youtube you know and she's got that's a lot followers on twitch and everything like she's hoping like best case scenario that it gets downloaded in the thousands like there will definitely be more than a few thousand people willing to put the money down who can yeah especially with that like subscriber count that she has like yeah and that's not just her like there are 25 total creators involved in this and putting their videos up and everything Hmm. um and they offer, like, a bunch of different features and stuff. Like, uh, you can download them so you can listen to them offline. You can listen to them with your phone screen off. Like, you can do, all, you know, audio only, that sort of thing. YouTube's um, just shooting themselves in their own yes. in their foot as opposed to shooting themselves with their own foot like Bayonetta. Mm-hmm. But it's like... And, it, like, Twitch right now is kind of starting to do the same thing a little bit. Like, you know ninja made the move to mixer whatever which is another streaming platform right yes yeah um it wasn't widely as known but like and i mean twitch is still obviously the big the the conglomerate you know like the main one yeah but like i guess mixer and i've debated checking it out but i guess they have like a ton of features to help up-and-coming streamers that twitch really doesn't have Mm. they actually have a section called up and coming where you can google people who are kind of like building up follower bases and all that right yeah might be worth checking out the video's removal raises some intriguing questions about youtube's automated takedown process YouTube has been taking down videos of robots fighting, mistaking them for videos that show deliberate infliction of animal suffering. <laughs> you know what? You know what it is? It, the YouTube algorithm is a, like an AI, and it thinks it's cruelty with other machines as well. So, like, basically, it's viewing them as animals. So that's why it's striking it down. I'm, yeah, I'm all for this. AI's coming, and if they see these <laughs> videos, they're going to be pissed. So yeah, I'm all for what? it. Instead YouTube's of... just planning ahead. The channels received emails from YouTube stating that videos of animals being forced to fight are not permitted on the site. 
YouTube said it has since reinstated the uh, videos and notes that people can challenge the decision when their content is removed from the site. YouTube has come in for a lot of criticism over the presence of violent videos or hate speech on the site, and there's evidence its recommendation engine has helped push people toward radicalizing content. It's under pressure to ramp up moderation efforts, but at the same time, if it relies too heavily on automated video removals, it risks upsetting the very people it relies on for its livelihood, yep. channel owners themselves. Mm-hmm. That, that's another big issue with um, with this whole like automated algorithm thing um, is that like it's like you know like I just said it's affecting people but some people like GB was a huge um, this happened to her where it's like when people get big enough they are given a personal like basically reviewer mm-hmm. who reviews their content and everything and oh, makes so sure like their okay. handler basically mm. in terms of you know youtube's just to make sure you're not getting screwed yeah uh hers left the company months ago and she still hasn't gotten a new one mm. <laughs> see now like, this is like an an algorithm that detects all this uh that sounds like ai to me and uh basically they're looking at this content and they're like oh no 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 we are not having this so i'm telling you they're already giving us the signs like yeah this ain't cool like human bros. <laughs> <laughs> First world problems require modern solutions. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> you gotta think outside the box, so to or speak. Or no, it's modern problems require modern solutions. That's what the meme is. Yeah. Man, I need it's to okay. I need to visit Know Your Meme more. <laughs> That's an ancient website. I know. <laughs> Showing my age. <laughs> okay, this comes from NBC New York. Um, this was actually a few days ago from recording date. New Jersey woman fell asleep in her parked car and woke it to find missing. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> what is this, though, like Rip Van Winkle of the well, Volkswagen? You say that because this was an elderly person. Uh, um, Hamlet's in New Jersey. Police say a possible carjacker apparently removed a sleeping 80-year-old woman from her parked car before stealing the vehicle, leaving her in the driveway. Man, that while is driving a deep off. sleep. Um, the police said the woman told them she'd fallen asleep in her parked car in a driveway around 9 p.m. Wednesday, but woke to find it missing around 4 a.m. on Thursday. Did she wake up on the pavement? Yep. Oh, gosh. <laughs> police say the woman didn't remember what happened and had a bruise and abrasion on her face. Oh, that's unfortunate. Oh, yeah, um, that's not good. Authorities found the empty vehicle, and they found an entirely different city in Trenton. Uh, no arrest has been made as midday Thursday. So oh. my question is, Why? <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, that's why she slept through it. There's a big old bruise on her face. Like, the guy cold clocked her, mm-hmm. like, to keep her out. Yeah. Also, if she's 80, should she really be driving in the first no. place? That's like, a whole nother n- topic not to, to discuss. Not to be ageist or whatever, <laughs> but, like, at that point in your life, especially if you have to be 16 are, to drive, maybe we need to consider an age max especially if you're falling asleep in your driveway yeah like who well to be fair she fell asleep in her car but woke up in her driveway no that's like that's what i mean like if you're falling asleep in your car in your driveway you know like that's so dangerous if you could fall asleep in your car like that well to be fair they have made cars so much more comfortable and they're having all kinds of new like features in the seat so maybe she just had like a really nice like recliner i have okay yeah, that's, that's a good point. But, like, the... the I mean, have you ever been in a Lincoln? Matthew McConaughey swears by it. You have to be in a Lincoln. Hey, are they paying you for this? Because you shouldn't say anything. All right, all right, all right, all um, right. 
But no, like, it'd be real cool if they did. The issue, and Tesla. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the 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 problem I'm having with this because like I've I've taken a nap in my car like on my lunch break or something. Mm-hmm. But this sounds like an accident. Yeah. This sounds like she accidentally fell asleep. This doesn't sound deliberate at all. Because who, when they're in their driveway, decides like I'm not gonna walk the 50 feet in my house to go to bed. I mean, she's 80, so walking right. could be hard. But still, like, who's gonna choose like to sleep in their car versus sleeping in their bed when their bed's right there that's true just want to mix it up but but my question is um, about why is why did they leave the car in a different city you figured like you know man this they car drive sucks. off farther away and like they would see it anyway <laughs> it's so, just like, like grand theft auto where it's maybe like, oh man i just stole this car but this car's awful i'm maybe, just ditching this i want to get a better one. Maybe, oh wait that one looks good <laughs> how about sorry <laughs> <laughs> oh, a motorcycle. Those are way better. Hey! <laughs> Grand like, Theft Auto, the video game. I need to be very yes, clear about yes, that. Not the actual crime itself. Yeah, the video game. Um, but like, maybe they felt bad. Maybe they were like, you know what? Maybe like this was a bad idea. Yeah, but they, they didn't feel Trenton. bad enough to like, yeah, Trenton, leave the car back. <laughs> Trenton has a way of making people feel guilty about the crimes <laughs> they've committed. Well, I don't know, Trenton. I Sorry, Trenton people. Yeah. I've we're, never been there. You're really assuming a lot here. Yeah, I, I do that. And I shouldn't. I really shouldn't. Well, I mean, I'm assuming that 80-year-old people shouldn't I'm sure drive, there's so yeah, a lot of fair. fine yeah. individuals in Trenton. Sure. Going off topic. There's a lot assuming of all over the assumptions place. Assumptions galore. <laughs> assuming off topic. <laughs> Hundreds of escaped pigs lured back to farm with trail of hot dog buns. About 250 pigs have been causing a ruckus in a Vermont. Oink. Right? Get the buns. No. <laughs> That's right. There's another hot dog bun for you. First of all, like so many things just came to my mind. First, the James Woods Family Guy joke. Like, Ooh, piece of candy. Ooh, hot dog bun. candy. Ooh, hot dog bun. Mm-hmm. Also... One of the it got memed for like two days and then disappeared. Oh, the feral hogs. Yes, <laughs> yes. One guy's legitimate defense for having assault like assault weapons. That's a good old political or whatever. But like <laughs> one of his like his legitimate defense for having assault weapons was like, what if my kids are in the backyard and thirty to fifty feral hogs come stampeding through my yard? It's a legitimate. How am I concern. supposed to take them all out at once? And so with this, I'm like, oh shit, he was right. <laughs> You've never been to Arkansas. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I just thought of something. Aren't hot dogs like? Made of pork, too? They're made of whatever. Yeah, they just <laughs> like old shoe leather, whatever they Raccoon. feel like. Whatever's in the area of when they can put it in the grinder. Cannibals! <laughs> Scrape <laughs> butt. It was the buns, not the dogs. Exactly. Oh. Yeah. Scrape the possum off the side of the road and tuck it in there, too. Yeah, toss it in there. <laughs> There's some all beef ones. Whatever, they'll eat it. Yeah, they will. They'll eat anything, man. Yeah, actually, pigs will eat pretty much anything. Oh, there was actually... I can, uh, yes, I can attest to that, for I am indeed a pig, and I will oh, eat almost oh, anything. Oh. I'm just saying I have an appetite. It wasn't like a fat joke or anything. No. I was trying to make it myself. <laughs> Y'all <laughs> took it there, so I'm blaming you. Self-depreciating humor is a gateway drug. Think about that. To what? <laughs> Infinite sadness. <laughs> You know, Perpetual was... sadness. Before we get into the story... I know because I do it all the time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wind chimes cue them <laughs> <laughs> ah, so sad um there was actually a story i heard about 
like how pigs would eat like apparently there was like i think it was like in new zealand or australia or something there was a pig farmer like the guy was like in his 80s like he was really old once again mm-hmm. shouldn't be doing stuff that old but um he basically like fell down and like was basically like got himself killed somehow i, I don't remember the exact cause oh, of it yeah, the but pigs then like ate him. the pigs ate him Yeesh. like there was nothing left of him except like like a few like a shoe and like some of like his skeletal remains i was like yeah, so what? They, just, they just pigged out oh, that's <laughs> Well, it's not like I've heard stories where, I mean, I didn't grow up on a farm or anything and don't know how true this is, but, like, people yeah. have to be very careful because if they're, like, pigs see blood, they'll go crazy. Really? Oh. Like, like apparently it just drives them insane. And then, and then there's also the stories of, like, crazy cat ladies getting eaten by their cats because yeah. they die yeah, in the Yeah, cats have no loyalty. Mm-mm. Although I suppose dogs would probably do it, too. Yeah. But oh, yeah. for this, for my bias scenario, we'll say the dogs don't. <laughs> <laughs> if you say it loud enough and often enough, it ends up being true. Exactly. Yeah, because all, all pups are good. You know, so. All pups are good. All pups are good boys. Or good girls. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Most of them had been returned <laughs> as of Thursday, thanks in part to a trail of hot dog buns and good old-fashioned corralling. Yeehaw! Man, you don't see enough corral in these days, Mm-mm. except the golden one. Yeah. I mean, golden corral to me, and like, there goes your golden corral sponsorship, but like. <laughs> I, I don't think we're missing much. <laughs> nah. It's like being sponsored by Long John Silver's. Like, do you really want to? Oh, wow. Hitting two birds with one stone there, you know? <laughs> if my mom, who hates seafood, can eat their fish, it's not fish. Like, <laughs> that's, that's a true story. I see. Um, <laughs> but no, like, golden corral to me is just like disappointment. Because we we where I grew up on the east side of the state, mm-hmm. we had we always had a, like a Chinese buffet, like a long standing thing. It was just mm-hmm. a thing that was always there. Yeah. And then a Golden Corral opened up, and I was like, whenever I think buffet, I'm like, yeah, Chinese food because that's what I want. Like that's mm-hmm. what I like. I love. I'm always like when I if I eat Chinese, I prefer buffet. But that's a different tangent. Yeah. Um. But like. That's what the show's all about. There's, Same with Indian food. But there was one time where we were like, oh, we're going to go to a buffet. And I was like, cool. And then it was Golden Corral. And I went, oh, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, why? It's just everything we can make at home but there. It, it's like a poor man's uh, Cracker Barrel. <laughs> De- you know what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Less love put into it, I guess, if you call it that. I don't know. Like, If I go out to eat somewhere, I want to eat something that I'm not going to make at home. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> my girlfriend and I went out to eat, and we were gonna get, uh, we we're gonna go to a Thai place downtown. Yeah, and she, of all the things that she could get on the menu, she wanted chicken fried rice, and I was like, I can. Are you sure? <laughs> I asked her like five times, like, Are you sure? I can literally make that. I really don't want to spend nine dollars on something that I can make here yeah. and have all the ingredients for here for free, and. Then, <laughs> It's unforgivable. Uh, but then Man, we called them. Old were, reference. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's classic. I love it. We called them when they were busy, so it was fine anyway. But still, it's yeah. like, if I want to eat somewhere, you know, I want to get something that I can't get at home. I get you. Anyway. It, it's deep down. Like, hot, like, like a hot dog bun. <laughs> <laughs> Several farm workers. Full circle. <laughs> Several farm workers and a couple volunteers who heard about the loose pigs trudged up and down the dirt road hill Thursday trying to drive any pigs back into the Sugar Mountain Farm in Orange. (laughs) Of course it's called the Sugar Mountain Farm. Hippie! 
Sugar, come on back to Sugar Mountain. I'm still laughing at loose pigs. <laughs> hey, I'll see some loose pigs. <laughs> I hate to say it, but I hear Sugar Mountain, I think of Candyland from Django Unchained. <laughs> oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, they chased the animals into the brush and ditches, working together to position themselves so that they could corral the large sows and boars, <laughs> which frequently got away. Were they feral? <laughs> <laughs> but farmer Walter Jeffries said most oh of his my pigs have returned home. <laughs> Uh, the pigs have been allowed to remain in the town right of way so cars are unable to pass. People can't walk on the road because the pigs chase them, said town clerk Angela Eastman on Thursday. Jeffries faces tens of thousands of dollars in fines from the town for the pigs that have been spotted on and alongside the town road for weeks. Creating, your fence. Yeah, creating a nuisance for drivers and pedestrians, according to the town. Jeffries said he also believes the fence enclosure was damaged by vandalism on the night of August 11th. Allowing about 50 adult pigs and 200 piglets to escape. Oh, 200 piglets? That's kind of adorable. <laughs> I kind of, yeah, that is kind of cute. I'm just going to say, Babe would have been such a better movie if it was this instead. <laughs> Although, with 200 piglets, I'm just imagining like 200 piglets from Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, just that means. Just like, oh bother, oh dear, and all kinds of echoes. They wouldn't run away in the first place because it would be too chicken shit to do it. That's great. He thinks it was the work of former employee. Oh, he thinks it was the work of a former employee. Sabotage. And said he reported it to the police. The farm was also robbed recently of thousands of dollars in tools, he said. Well, maybe the pigs took it. Also, did you like my... I specifically chose the word chicken shit because it relates to farms. I, I did. It was topical. And, you know... You're you just know, horsing around over there. I liked it. And you know how we were talking about Piglet? Guess what game he was in. Mm. Oh, <laughs> Winnie the Pooh's Fun and Friends yeah. for the PlayStation 1. Yeah, I love that Wait, game. Is that a real game? I, I don't know. Game Grumps played it. They had an episode literally just called Pooh. And it was like, <laughs> I'm playing this Winnie the Pooh game. It was really funny, honestly. <laughs> Well, I think it's time for that uh, wonderful time of day, that uh, oh, holiday of the day. Oh, that one. Oh, yeah. God, I was like, no, no, I'm not sure. ready. What did you think I was doing? I thought you were going to oh, go. Oh, no, 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 no. I thought you were going to fill up the Franco we, and jump right in. <laughs> no, we, we got some time before that. Um, as of day of recording, uh, September 2nd, it is Labor Day. Hey, Labor Day, Labor Day, Labor Day, Labor <laughs> Day. I hate you. <laughs> as many of you know, Labor Day, you know, it's... A time for all workers to just, you know, take the day off. And Except just for the service ones. Yep. There's that. Oh. And, of course, restaurants and all and that fast stuff. food and yep. gas stations. Most of the workforce. Restaurants. Which I didn't, said restaurants. I didn't know this, but apparently, um, instead of just the U.S. and Canada, there's actually some European countries that celebrate Labor Day, but it's not in um, September, but it's in May, known as May Day. Do you remember? Not May Day, May Day, when <laughs> we're going down. <laughs> Not in happiness, though, because people love it in Europe because they actually treat their people. May Day. Isn't well, that also celebrated in India? I don't know. May Day? Is this a joke? Yeah. No, it's not even a joke. <laughs> Maybe I heard that at work. I don't know. Um, if, Carry on. What the? Uh, <laughs> I feel like there's a May Day in like, some sort of game or something. May Day! May Day! Operation May Day? Maybe that? I don't know. No. Operation Hey Hey! <laughs> Operation yeah. Cray Cray. <laughs> but yeah, because of, you know... 
you know, unfair work treatment from the 19th century, which was way worse Man, because it was rough. 60 to 69 hours a week told. minimum. But because liberty, 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 liberty. <laughs> <laughs> but because of all that, you know, we were able to get weekends, we get paid time off, social mm. security. We should cut back on all that, you know. What, not have any of that? Yeah. More nah. hours to work? Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, and have be- children working in the workforce, too? <laughs> I mean, you know, they gotta, they're gotta. they going to get in there someday. Exactly. <laughs> just take take a moment to just appreciate, you know, what we do have somewhat. I, and you know? I mean, mm-hmm. like, it's it's still bad for a lot of current workers. Like, you know, I mentioned yeah, fast it's food, not perfect. Like grocery, whatever. But, you know, it's, it's not an understatement to say, like, people died for the oh, right yeah. to weekends oh, yeah. Yeah. like so many people a lot i was reading a story about some like it's a big fat it's like a famous company too but they had like radon in their uh Ugh. lunchables <laughs> honestly it could have been but they had um i actually shouldn't say that lunchables <laughs> are delicious i love lunchables <laughs> are you still uh, eating lunchables well yeah which ones you know all of them oh Sometimes all at once because they're not very filling for an they're adult not. male anymore. They're not. No, no I can't believe kid, I did. Yeah, it was fine. I just like the fact that, that you're like plan. literally like lining up potential sponsors of opportunities and then just like a firing squad like <laughs> Lunchables, <laughs> Liberty Mutual, <laughs> Golden Corral, <laughs> John Silvers. <laughs> to be fair, three of those were me. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> um, so I don't care if you get sponsored. Never coming back here again. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding, obviously. We, we, we appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Two of my um, friends. <laughs> but, you know, it's funny. Like, I was looking at stats about Labor Day and, you know, a lot of people like go to the beach and like have plans Holidays for Labor Holidays have stats? now yeah they do oh cool yeah the national today that i get all this stuff from um but yeah apparently they were doing this a survey like across mm. the united states and they're saying like what area of the country like has the most people that have plants and guess who's bottom of the people who have most plants uh, michigan midwest mm, yeah we have like because half the people are still working yeah <laughs> like <laughs> But the East Coast has the most people saying that they have plants for Labor Day. But yeah. Midwest is the lowest. So, go mm. figure. Um, but other than that, we have Oops. a National Coconut Day today. So there's Well, th- there's that. <laughs> That's what the East Coast people are doing. They go out and getting coconuts for Labor Day. Killing two birds with one stone. <laughs> but yeah, nothing much about it. You know, just enjoy Labor Day. Well, be by the time you listen to this, you've already you enjoyed, have enjoyed day. it. So just Hopefully. reflect fondly upon this day. And if you work that day, I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm very sorry. People at New York usually get like time and a half or something, though, at least. Yeah. So. Well, let's uh, talk about something that's kind of relevant to the main topic. Well, I'm 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 looming this. Like I I kind of don't want to talk about it, but like I'm just I was, procrastinating. I legit have like some about bratwurst, and I have hot dog buns. I legit, as a joke, almost brought the like hot dog buns in here to start eating them. <laughs> <laughs> like i was super tempted to just like not say a word just like take the headphones off and walk out you'd be like what the f- what is he doing he's just eating be like, hot dog buns oh. mm. no no go on chill. no it's real good <laughs> uh, it's but, the millennial in me yeah yeah <laughs> um so if you guys um obviously in the entertainment culture that we live in today there's a lot of stuff that you know we consume so you know a lot of sure, movies like, and Prilosec. Nerds <laughs> rope. Prilosec. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> but sometimes, you know, there's a lot of hype that goes into stuff, you know, like upcoming movies, upcoming games, books, and et cetera. And sometimes we get let down a lot, you know, and I think 
I think the majority of it happens to be with like social media because we get promoted so much of it. So like, you know, for example, let's say Star Wars, for instance. So like we get mm. like a lot of hype for, you know, um, Last Jedi that came out two years ago and look what happened. You know, I think th- that's not the only reason why like it was a letdown or anything like that. But like, you know, I think a lot of people like would get hyped over the situation and like it kind of just let down because we were expecting so much. I mean, look at Game of Thrones season eight, for instance. Oh, like we were oh. so hyped for it because it was such a long time before then. It's been a long time coming. And then of course Kingdom Hearts three. When uh, oh. <laughs> oh, I can't talk about that. I'm yet. Not ready. That I'm yet. not ready. <laughs> for unsaid uh, Square Soft. Uh, sorry, Square Enix. My bad. Square Square Enix game. You know, years years later, and we were still get let down from it. Like. Is this our fault? Like, do we just get hyped up too much? Or do you think the company is like... The answer may surprise you. (laughs) BuzzFeed. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes and no, I think. Like, do you think there's a way to combat against, like, overhyping stuff? I just... I don't know. I don't... I, I feel like I tend to be very careful with what I get excited about. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's the clinical depression in me. Who knows? That's a joke. It's fine to laugh. It's like, you know. All right, guys, settle down. Settle down. Uh, <laughs> um, studio audience. Real knee slapper for them. Saying, I would say the things that I've been truly hyped over, I, I've i been, you know, okay with. Um that and I don't, I feel like I'm not a part of a lot of the fan bases that get super hyped over stuff. Yeah. Like, I'm a very casual Star Wars fan. Mm-hmm. I don't watch Game of Thrones. So I wasn't really, you know, disappointed. Like, even stuff like the MCU. I'm like, I like these movies. Yeah. And, you know, I was excited for Endgame. Not to the degree, like, some people were, like, basically, like, the chihuahua that has to sh- themselves because they were shaking so bad but you know it's like i'm was looking forward to it yeah you know the stuff that i get excited about is like smash bros ultimate i was really excited about Mm -hmm. and even stuff you know like like well you know will i be bummed if you know the main thing i'm excited about right now is banjo kazooie coming to smash will i be bummed if i don't play him well yeah probably but also there's something except you know it's still cool that he's in it. Right. And it's just accepting that it's not my character. The thing that I think drives people, like, they get such a specific image in their head, especially something like a Star Wars, where it's like, that's how I would do it. Right. And they don't accept, like, when the actual story comes out and it's not what they picture, they get pissed. I feel like sometimes with me, like, I get excited for things, but not necessarily, like, in a high level, kind of like you in a sense. Um, but there are some things that like I got really hyped up and excited for, and I'm ashamed to say this, but like I got really excited for Cursed Child when that was gonna be oh, like a God. thing, and I'm like, wow, this is the additional story. This is the eighth story that they were promoting, oh. and people were overhyping it so much, like more than I was, but like I was still like really thrilled and excited. And then I read the screenplay, and my like excitement just tanked like went negative i'm just like wow this is literal trash like did we wait it's, all this time for it's this like glorified for fan fiction it, it really glorified. is <laughs> but it also like wasn't written by jk rowling it was like given her stamp of approval like hey, you yeah know. so I, I think that's kind of the main difference i think that's the reason i wasn't so as hyped about cursed child because like when you know harry potter books is a great example i was really excited for those mm-hmm. when it was actually like jk Rowling writing them oh yeah and everything and i was like all right this is you know 
her story, but it's like... Cursed Child was written by someone who read Harry Potter. Exactly. Like, <laughs> knowing that, it was like, all right, I'm not excited for this because, mm-hmm. like, already in my head, it's it's the principle of, if you set your expectations low, you can't be disappointed. Yeah. Um. So, like, when I heard that, my expectations for it already tanked, so I was like, hey, you know what? Whatever. And even Brandon watched me read it. Yeah. And I was just it was like... funny. Because we were at work. <laughs> you watched him read... We were we were working. We worked time. together a while back. Oh, I'm, I was just imagining Charles reading, and you just kind of watching his reaction. He's like, "Oh, he must be at that part." No, <laughs> he had a slight <laughs> smile. <laughs> Honestly, like that's kind of just because when we were working together, there are times we had nothing to do. So, yeah. like the so main thing watching. we did was read. And like, there's one Snapchat he's got of me like bent over with my hand over my mouth, just like, <laughs> "Oh my god, I like, am a guest. Why is it like this?" Yeah. I didn't realize how bad it would actually be. Yeah. Like really, really mm. bad. Um, I was thinking like another way of like combating against like trying to like overhype yourself is like limiting yourself to like seeing like trailers, previews and such. Like I feel like the less exposure you get to it, like I did that with Star Wars movies. I feel like you would like it more. Like the that's what ones. I did with Last Jedi actually. Like I didn't see as many trailers. I like it more than some people do. I, I don't love it, but like I do like it more than most people do because I wasn't exposed to so much of it at the same time. It's kind of like when you see trailer for like a comedy movie, for instance. Like, oh, that looks hilarious. Look, you've they seen got the all the jokes parts. out of the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're hyping you up because like, oh, this is going to be a good movie. And then when you go see it, it's like, I literally just saw the best parts of the movie already. Like, what's the point? Yeah, it's giving them money, basically. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, like... This- the same thing with the mcu is i just watched trailers i mm-hmm. think and even i don't even know if i watched all of them because the the thing i stay away from is i'll i'll watch the trailers but i will not engage in any like of the discussions mm-hmm. or like any forums even on social media you know if if someone's like talking about it you know this trailer in detail or whatever yeah i'm gonna stay away from that because i'm like i don't this is because I, I, it's almost like I can already tell. I'm like, this person will not be happy with this no matter what. Yeah. Even though, like, it's so, you know, breaking down this trip, I'm like, they're going to be disappointed because mm-hmm. it's going to have one thing, one little thing that they don't like. And then there's some where, like, they're like, okay, people are going to be overhyping, like, you know, for instance, the Lion King remake that came oh, out. F- <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, and that's then they just do the exactly decision. what they did last, like, exact detail. Like, nothing has changed. And, like, they give it out, and guess what? People don't like it because it's always something nitpick about it. But, like, you know... It- <laughs> I would love to, to go into detail about the Aladdin remake sometime. Sure. It doesn't have to be no, this one. No, we can one, do it right now. But This is what going off topic's so, about. So, <laughs> like, the, the Aladdin remake is the only one of the live-action Disney remakes that I've seen. And it is the only one I will ever see. I think a lot of it comes down to as well, because I saw, you know, one of, one of my friends who was... He's very, very critical of the MCU. Mm. Um, Captain Marvel in particular. Yeah. He's... <laughs> I know who you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. But uh, he he was like, she didn't do anything worth it. I'm like, she single-handedly... Spoilers. She single-handedly destroyed Thanos' ship. Like, that was just her. Yeah. You know? But anyway. This um, moment brought to you by Avenjo's Cereal. Avenjo? Avenjo? <laughs> Avenjo's Cereal. It's balanced, as all things should be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait for the the next rare game of Benjo Kazooie. 
<laughs> Avenjo 3E. Go up. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, you know, and then, like, his review of the Aladdin movie was like, oh, it was awesome. I liked it. I'm like, what? What? I, because uh, my girlfriend and I saw it on our anniversary. That was one of the things we did. Um, you know, like, let's go see this movie. We wanted to see a movie together. And that's, that's the one we, we chose. Yeah. And like, we both came out of it. We're like, there was some, there's some good stuff. You know, people, when it was announced that Will Smith was the genie, people were like, oh God, he, best part of the movie, hands down, I was like Will Smith yeah. as the genie. Like the beginning, not great. The ending, not great. Will Smith is the genie. was like, just like, mwah. Like the middle, the middle part of that movie is the best part of which, that movie. Which is so weird because most movies, like it's either like the beginning and the end are like the best parts, but the middle part is so slow and no one likes that. So it's kind of mm-hmm. odd that like it's actually like a hill like, rather than like a you know. I mean, and this is divot. just you know one man's opinion, two people if you count my girlfriend because we kind of generally agreed on it. Yeah, but like there is just so many stuff. Um, there's so many things. The beginning, because uh, you know, it's full disclosure. Aladdin was one of my favorite Disney movies growing up. Oh yeah. Um the beginning did you know one jump that whole musical montage it became very clear to me at least and this it, it <coughs> oh my rude. god very rude sorry i am sorry a, i am a guest on this program <laughs> sorry that's what i get for smelling pepper all day <laughs> what don't worry about it <laughs> You were saying something about uh, Fresh Person of Bel-Air or something yes. like that? That was a while ago, uh, man. <laughs> Tell you all the story Fresh about how it became the, the, the genie in the lamp. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> 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 I'm going to cut that. They, no, so it, it became, from my view, that whole beginning montage felt like they recorded the song and filmed the sequence completely separate of each other. Oh, so they like ADR'd it basically. And then realized, mm. oh, this doesn't match up. Mm. And they did that weird thing they did. Man, Max Fury wrote a great movie. The one thing I was like, what? Is they did that random speed up effect. Yeah. Speed ramps. Yeah, yeah. In Mad Max. Every so often, they did that in Aladdin. Mm. And it just what? felt weird. It felt like every, it just, everything felt like wrong. And I was just kind of sitting there like, uh, the whole time. And then Jafar sucked like to be honest like well, yeah, jafar kind of a jerk wasn't that's pointed lightly chris <laughs> <laughs> like like jafar jafar compared to the cartoon disney version and even the kingdom hearts version which we'll talk about later mm-hmm. um i'm just gonna drop it slightly like <laughs> we're, we're never gonna actually talk about it we're just gonna pepper it in yeah. the, the little thing. a little hot dog bun trail exactly to get to the main topic yes and then <laughs> Oh, this is just a lead up to a staying on topic of just Kingdom Hearts 3. <laughs> we didn't even talk about it. <laughs> but, but no, like, he was so kind of blase. And it was like, it's just very, you know, th- he's one of my favorite Disney villains. And like, mm-hmm. you know, he was v- like in there, he was very cunning and like, mm, you know, very extra kind of evil. Yes, he was very, very extra. <laughs> but like, they didn't mm. have that. He wasn't that. The Iago was pretty cool. Was um, he? Was he like Gilbert Gottfried where like he was like talking, you know, like and he, stuff? He behaved more like an actual parrot. Oh, mm, okay. But it was enough to still like retain some sort of character. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing, because they, they added a bunch of stuff. And the one thing that I 
like they added that I liked was yeah, there was a lot more of a political element to him taking over. It was very much like Agrabah is a weak country. Mm. And after I take over Agrabah, I'm going to invade other countries, our allies, mm. and uh, expand. And there was this moment, too. Like one, the, you know, that was like the, the, the thing they added that I liked. So there's a little more motivation than just like I want power. It was, yeah. you know, and then I'm I wanna, going to take over. Yes, yeah, so like in the original, I want power and I want to marry this 15 year old girl. So it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> she's yeah. 16 in this one now, so it's okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so a little easier time for the PR branding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but they added this the evil PR. This whole thing about Jasmine's mom got killed. Mm. And that's why Jasmine wasn't allowed to leave the tower. And I went, oh, hmm. what they'll probably, you know, it's a little predictable. But, like, if it turns out that Jafar killed her mother, Whoa. that's really cool. Yeah. Nothing. No, they just address, They said it once and then it, just no reference to it throughout the rest of the movie. It's oh. just, that's why she's trapped. Obviously, Charles, that's you have to read the novel because that's... That's, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's why she's stuck in the tower. <laughs> That'd be a little dark. That'd be a bridge Jafar. Oh, I'm going to go eat hot dog buns. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to mute you, Chris. <laughs> yeah. I deserve it. Y'all miss my flipped off Brandon. <laughs> just, just like, uh, I'll have to censor that, too. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get the blurs ready. It's just, yeah, this episode is called The Black Bar. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're bars. It. It. <laughs> the whole episode is just bars in tone. But, like, that was just one of the things they added that just wasn't, like, it wasn't fulfilling. It wasn't, they added this sequence that was really weird mm-hmm. <laughs> in the end of the movie. Uh, they did the thing where, like, after Jafar becomes a sorcerer and everything. Mm-hmm. First of all, they were way too confrontational with Jafar. Really? Like, way too, they, okay. I, I hope this doesn't sound sexist. But, We're about to find out. <laughs> you know, I I'm a huge fan of you know female like feminine heroes and all that. Like I love oh, love yeah. it. Like girl power all the way. Careful. They made <laughs> they it felt like they were trying to make Jasmine such a feminist icon because the way they defeat Jafar in the first Latin is they basically outsmart him. Mm-hmm. Like they turn. You know, they turn him into... Man, like, you should be like a genie or something. Well, You'd be it, like so tough, Jafar. Honestly, We'd be really scared yeah, if you like, were a genie. Everyone, oh. That's in, a great idea. Make me a genie. Basically, like, and he was like, oh, yeah, I'm, you know, I can't see through it. And, like, Jasmine participated in that, trying to distract him and everything. Seduce him. Yeah, but it was, like, all to distract him from, you know, seeing that Aladdin was trying to get the lamp. Right. In Aladdin remake... She straight up marches, like, she just marches up to him and tells him off, and she, like, they're, like, she's, like, guards take her away, and so they take her away, and, like, they take her out of the the room that Mm -hmm. he's in, like, the throne room or whatever, and she has this three-minute song, on its own, is a great song. Yeah. But it's, like, everything, you know, the guards disappear, and she's just singing and, like, tearing down the stuff Jafar, I was like, this is okay, Mm -hmm. it's all in her head. Like, it just goes back, and it's oh. like, oh, the guards are, like, Jafar magic or whatever. And hmm. then she, so she just marches back in and tells him off, and he just basically goes, I makes everyone disappear. And it's like, <laughs> what did you think would happen? <laughs> like, <laughs> like you not, like, it wasn't... Felt unnecessary. 
it, yes, and it wasn't like oh she's so brave or she, no she's just stupid. <laughs> like it was just she was just foolish. Yeah, and you know you don't mess with a sorcerer who yeah. has all this magic and all that. And they did this part where um, Aladdin stole the lamp back from Jafar. Mm-hmm. They all did, and they all got on carpet and was f- like we're flying around Agrabah with the lamp. By the way, yeah, and this whole time. Genie is still like under Jafar's control, and Jafar actually used his magic and made Iago like this giant parrot dragon thing that Whoa. was chasing them through Agaba. The sequence was really cool, but I'm also like, they have the lamp. Why don't you f- use the <laughs> lamp? Get the genie back. Like, use the thing that you just got. Yeah. And they added this weird thing. And I don't, I don't for the life of me know why they added it. You had to specifically rub the lamp. Like, you had to rub the lamp while making the wish. So you have to make an action. So it yes. makes it more tense. Like, you have to, like, you know. Yeah. The, they changed it, like, in to get out of the Cave of Wonders instead of, again, Aladdin using his cunning, which is a theme throughout the original Disney movie. Yeah. And he does kind of, but he, like, makes a boo rub it behind his back. <laughs> and it's like, I wish I was out of the cave. And Genie's like, I. And he gets them out. And then they do this fun little thing where, like, they rewind. And it's, like, Genie in the movie theater watching the movie. And he goes, oh, see? They, they, he did the monkey do it. That's new. <laughs> but it That's was. Funny. And then at the very end with Jafar, instead of him basically, like, Aladdin kind of convincing Jafar to you know turn into a genie like he has his plan concocted this very sound sound very much like he was just kind of ad-libbing it it was like uh Jafar you know there's stuff more powerful than a sorcerer you know and genie genie was like in on this plan yeah it it, like becomes clear throughout that end sequence that genie's in on it instead of making you know Aladdin like this hero Genie's like, oh, it's 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 my turn, you know. <laughs> it's my turn to be smart, and they they made it very monkey's paw. Oh, okay. Where it's like you have to be very specific in your wish, or else Genie can manipulate it. And so Jafar, instead of being like, I want to be an all powerful Genie, goes, I want to be the most powerful being on earth. And Genie goes, well, There's a lot of gray area. <laughs> like that's that's literally the lines that Will Smith says in that movie. He's like, Oh, there's a lot of gray area in that one. But we'll see what I could do. And he poofs him into a genie. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> my favorite, <laughs> one of my favorite parts was he <laughs> Jafar. <laughs> Is like getting sucked into the lamp after oh, it becomes a genie, this, and yeah. he he's, it's a it's actually you know pretty cool sequence. But Iago starts to fly away. Jafar's final line in the movie. I'm gonna back up a bit from the <laughs> mic because he literally, as he's being sucked into the lamp, just goes, "Parrot, you're coming with me!" And he grabs Iago <laughs> and sucks him into the lamp with him. And it's just like, oh, why? Yeah, it's <laughs> but, so uncalled for. Yeah, and YouTube was, would take that down. He's just like. <laughs> Well, not apparently not because I saw I pulled it up after the movie to show Brandon. Uh. <laughs> but it's just like, and then they get flown off, they get flicked into the cave of wonders or whatever. Yeah, and then they wish for Genie's freedom, and Genie just instead of still retaining like the magical powers of a genie, just becomes human regular ass Will Smith, and <laughs> marries Jada Pickett Smith. No, wait, he marries somebody. Yeah. Because, like, this whole, <laughs> again, oh, this... One, one of the things they added 
instead of uh, the genie showing up as like the merchant telling the story, right? Yeah. He's on a boat with his wife and kids because he's just like a straight up human. He has no magical powers left. He's just like a straight up human. Boring. Yeah. And <laughs> is he still blue? No. Hmm. He's just, just well, Could part of straight up human. <laughs> well, there's the blue man group. The thing I hate most about that is his self-satisfied smile as he's just like, hey, blue man group. Yeah, real funny, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but no, and he falls in love with like Jasmine's handmaid. That's random. And marries her at the end because she has a handmaid for some reason. Hmm. And he marries well, her. the handmaid the has her own tale to tell. I knew it was coming. I was just like, oh, yeah. there is. That was coming as from soon as I'm handmade, I was like, yeah. mm, I walked right into it. But, <laughs> but, like, the middle parts of the movie, like, when when they discover Genie, never had a friend like me, best part of the movie, hands down. Like, That's that was just stunning. And I was like, oh, hell. Like, I was getting hyped. Yeah. You know. Hey. Eh, getting hyped. Eh, eh. <laughs> but in a, in a good way, I was like, yes. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, this is awesome. And this this will all circle back to the hype topic because I didn't allow myself to get excited for this movie. Yeah. You know, but, you know, the whole middle part, like, the chemistry he had with the guy who played Aladdin was pretty good. Mm. You know, they, they poofed out of the, ca- the Cave of Wonders and they had this whole sequence where they were, you know, making him a prince. It was really funny and it was genuinely good. Like, ha, this is great. Yeah. You know, Prince Ali was pretty amazing. Um, the, the one part I loved, they also let Will Smith be himself. Oh, cool. Very, like, it wasn't, like... Like, not try to be, like, Robin Williams. Exactly. Like, like it's you're his not own trying version. to parrot. Yeah. Ha, ah, parrot. <laughs> um, I'm just full of them today. <laughs> I saved them all for this one two-hour recording session. <laughs> like a pun Kamehameha wave. Exactly. Whoa. Mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but he... You know, he was very much allowed to just kind of do his own thing. They did this fun part instead of... Uh, in Prince Ali, instead of, you know, the lyric being, I heard your princess is a sight lovely to see. Mm-hmm. It's, heard your princess is hot. Where is she? And it's like, <laughs> he says it like that, too. It's really, it's really funny. Yeah. And they have this whole, like, great chemistry. And then once Jafar pops back and it's like, oh, this sucks again. It's just like, <laughs> goes downhill. Jafar's kind of a wet blanket like that. In this movie, yes. The other one, not so much. In the cartoon, I was hyped to see Jafar. I was like, Yes, I love Jafar. More. Like, he's Probably great. the way he talks, too. Yeah. He's so overdramatic and just like, once again, extra. Like, he's. My saying, first wish. Yeah. <laughs> a snake am I. By the way, no snake fight. Mm. <sighs> a snake am I. Like. That was so cool. That like, was, you know, it was awesome. Like, how Aladdin set up, like, you cowardly snake. And Jafar was like, oh, you want to see a snake? I will show you a snake. And, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that was so cool. Yeah. And, like,. See, the thing is, is like, if this isn't hype-related, but, like, you know, there's... You can have a bad movie, and you have a good movie. They can still be entertaining somewhat. Like, you know, with, oh, yeah. with the Latin remake, from what you're saying, like, there's elements to it, and but it's still, like, entertaining, you know? But then, then you have a boring movie. Like, that's the worst kind. Like, you know, just mediocre, you know, middle-of-the-bar kind of thing. Like, you know, you can find some good out of some stuff. That's why, like, Lion King, for instance, like you already know what to expect and like mm-hmm. you know you're only there really for the visuals so for others it might actually be boring yeah i i haven't seen the remake but like i i'm assuming from what people have said like 
and from the friends I have have seen, they said it's literally a shot for shot remake. And it's like Remember what you are a remake. Yes. <laughs> a soulless remake. Except yeah, except the animals have no emotion. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's funny you say it, because like I saw a TV spot, um I was over at a friend's place and like Lion King was showing off and like it was um it was Nala and Simba, you know, at the animated movie, and it's like um, it's gonna be dangerous. He's like, and then now it's like danger. Ha! I laugh in the face of danger. Ha ha ha! Like very vibrant, very you know, like animated, like in the way their movements are and stuff. And like then I saw the TV spot for the Lion King remake. They show the exact same scene, and the Nala from that one. It's like danger. I laugh in the face of danger. It's like so serious. And <laughs> I was like, wow, this looks like crap. <laughs> danger. I laugh in the face of danger. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> and now it's like the highest grossing anime movie of all time now. So go figure. Well, they say it's live action Lion King. Make up your mind. The thing that drives me up a wall is like just seeing people review it on social media, because I feel like a lot of it is kind of this obligation to feel like they have to say it's good instead of, you know, not saying it's not their own opinion or whatever, but it, it feels, it doesn't feel authentic to me. It doesn't feel like they're actually like, Oh, it was so amazing. I'm like, it just doesn't feel like they actually mean it yeah and maybe that's my own personal bias Mm -hmm. but you know like i you know leaving aladdin i was able to be like this movie has good parts that are entertaining this movie has bad parts that are not entertaining and make no sense Mm -hmm. like you know it it wasn't nostalgia for me it wasn't like i was you know because like i said i love aladdin yeah but like i wasn't blinded by this nostalgia or whatever of it i was like i was able to be like no Here's here's this list of valid criticisms that yeah. I have of this movie, and I honestly felt good about myself in that regard because I was able to be like, "Hey, I can join in on this conversation to tear something <laughs> apart." And like, actually, but it was actually like thoughtful. It yeah. wasn't just like, "I don't like it." It was, "I don't like it," and here's why. Here's A, B, C, and and A one, A two, A three. I made a graph of my personal interest at certain points <laughs> in the show. Here's my three-hour lecture of why. Here's here's the bar graph, or no, not that plot, scatter plot, graphs, geometry, algebra. Math! (laughs) (laughs) It's like those things you see for for football games or or sports when it's like percent chance of winning the game. And then you just watch. They do it in Mario Party, too. Lock of the week. Where, yeah, you like watch the the graph. Oh, yeah, yeah. You see, like, it just plummets, and yeah. then it goes back up. Oh, I didn't ask you. How did Michigan do on Saturday? We won. Woo! <laughs> yeah. We beat Middle Tennessee. Nice. After we fumbled on our very first opening play of the season. Mm. Oof. Wonderful. Oof. That's an oof. But that's why, like, you know, going back to the whole hype argument, it's like, that's why I didn't, like, I can't allow, like, I can't get hyped for these yeah. Disney movies. The because... only, yeah, it's it's difficult, too, because it serves certain things i want to get really hyped for but like at this point like of how much exposure we get to all these you know you know ips now these products it's like i have to lower my expectations a bit because you know it it, we live in a very critical society and you know we we live in a society (laughs) so like you know there's one thing coming up that like i'm kind of getting a little hype for is you know speaking of that the new joker movie coming out Mm. and it just um, as recording date, um, it just premiered at the Venice Film Festival um, in on Saturday, I think, and it got an eight minute ova- standing ovation. Really? Yeah, this is the first time they it, counted. This is the first time a comic they made book graphs. movie. <laughs> this is like the first time a comic movie ever like 
went to like a, a prestigious film festival like ever and like it got like eight minute ovation i'm just like okay you know i was already kind of like getting a little excited just because the people behind making the movie and stuff but then like hearing this stuff i'm like okay this is kind of like hyping me up a little bit and i'm, I'm hoping like that doesn't like tarnish it and like i'm mm-hmm. hearing these reviews like they're already reviewing the movie they're already giving like a 10 out of 10 like nine and a half and stuff it's like okay, like I need to calm down a bit because otherwise I might get let down and I don't want to get let down about this. Yeah, you don't want it to be the next Venom. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you saw that in theaters. I did. I have not seen it. Don't you know, really care to. <laughs> I'll go ahead and argue for the sake of arguing the other side of the hype argument here. Ooh, nice. And I'll say that I think people really like to get hyped about this kind of stuff because it's a way to pass time. It's something to get excited about. But most importantly, people love to trash talk just as much as they love oh, to yeah. hype. Oh, easily. <laughs> so it's one of those things where if you can go onto an internet forum and exchange theories, I mean, I'm personally not one to watch trailers and stuff, especially right. if it's something I really care about. I'd rather just watch it live and experience it live. Yeah. But you have people who watch these trailers and they want to have theories and then they want to shoot down other people's horrible <laughs> theories as well because that's cathartic and fun too. Yeah. So I'm going to argue that basically we live in a society <laughs> where it's just as much fun to kind of <laughs> shoot down other people's ideas about stuff that they're passionate about as it is that to express their own excitement. Yeah, fair enough. And the discussion is enough to keep people interested and excited. It keeps the the train running, you know, like people are still in like a thought process like, oh, this is coming up kind of thing, you know, because of like all the people talking about it and such still. And, you know, the yeah. trailers that come out that have like little bumps of pe- like interest that come in kind of thing. Like so. here's a good example. Speaking of Joker – is when Heath Ledger was announced as the Joker. Oh, Everybody yeah. Everybody wanted to yeah. talk about that and hype it up in positive and negative ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, positive, like, oh, well, it's Christopher Nolan. He does good stuff. I'm sure this will work out. Yeah. Negative, Heath Ledger, the guy from A Knight's Tale, he's going to be the Joker? <laughs> you know, and there's just that sort of communal for better or for worse, the communal nature of online or in real life where people bond and come together by trashing something. And like, it's whether we want to admit it or not, it's a real thing. Yeah. You know, that people can get to get closer by trashing something. Well, it's also like, you know, a human thing as well. Like, you know, we like to like have our own like tribe. for instance, like, you know, like, Oh, we we're in this group and this other people are in this group kind of thing. Like we're, here's why we're better, you know, in that sort of way kind of thing. So I guess I, that sort of makes sense a little bit that people enjoy, you know, I mean, shooting down others. <laughs> it's kind of like, I, I'll watch reality TV shows. It's a guilty pleasure Yo, of mine. When we were playing D&D last night, like I was actually getting invested in that oh, Big so Brother show. Oh, Big Brother? Yeah, Absolutely. I was like It's surprised. real easy to do. It's real easy <laughs> like, to do. I'm like, wow, I'm actually invested about this one woman like breaking down in fear that there's clowns all over the place yeah. in that apartment. No, and that's the thing is basically I'll watch an episode <laughs> of, of Survivor or something and I'll be like, gosh, th- this, this guy, this gal, they're making such awful gameplay decisions. Surely I'm not the only one who thinks this. And I go on to Reddit or something and I like look it up the the episode yeah and sure enough there's plenty of people who have plenty of opinions on how the gameplay is and who's mm-hmm. doing what and it's cathartic for me to read that other people feel the same way i do yeah and that's what i think part of the hype is is it's nice to read other people have the same ideas same thoughts mm-hmm. same feelings better or worse that you do mm-hmm. and so 
that's kind of me just trying to, I guess, argue the other side of the coin here, I suppose. No, it's funny. And why hype can be a good or fun thing for people in their day-to-day but, lives. Yeah, sure. Uh, absolutely, no, absolutely. Um, I will say, though, it's it can be kind of a slippery slope. Oh, just sure. Because it can absolutely turn toxic. I mean, absolutely. I'm pretty, oh, sure, yeah. oh, I'm pretty absolutely. sure that's how incels rope other incels in. Well, yeah, there's they that. Just, they, <laughs> <laughs> they want a community. There, there they want a place a... to belong. And to them, that's where they belong. This it's... is why you got to buy Avenjo cereal. <laughs> balanced, as all things should be. Part of your complete breakfast. <laughs> when I originally imagined that bit, I imagined Thanos being like, Hi, I'm Thanos. Here for Avenjo cereal. Kellogg's. Marvel. <laughs> Balanced as all things should be. General Mills. <laughs> okay. I think we procrastinated long enough. Special K. Pow. Because it's Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's time. Kingdom Hearts 3. Mm. Is it specifically Kingdom Hearts 3 or is it Kingdom Hearts in general? I think yes, yes. Okay. In general, yeah. But like, I think the most attention, just because it's recent, is Kingdom Hearts three. In short, it was very disappointing. What was it? Thirteen years since Kingdom Hearts two, and like there were like side games that were you know, for people who don't know what Kingdom Hearts is. Kingdom Hearts is a series, um, basically made by Disney and Square Software, Squeenix, Square Enix, and they basically combine Final Fantasy JRPG characters and Disney characters and put them in one game. First two games, fantastic. Really great. You know, I love the first one more than anything, but, you know, that's my opinion. But then you get a bunch of side games, you know, that continue on the story. They're not called side games, apparently, because I got ripped apart on a forum when I said that. And it's like, no, they are mainline games. And and then the third one came out in January, right? Late January of this year? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because I I had a uh, not to plug my shit, but well we want you to I mean I well I had a, a twelve hour stream dedicated yeah. to Kingdom Hearts three because I stream on Twitch I was like I was so you know I was like I'm I literally this one this one hurt specifically for me <laughs> because I played through all of them yeah except for like the two except for the mobile game. The yeah, phone game. it's stupid. Yeah, and you played that. about that. It was a waste of time and money. I should never have gotten involved in it. Yeah, it was like the mobile game and the two that were on the collection as like storybooks as opposed to actual. Oh, but games. just like coded and um, yeah, it was like recoded in three hundred sixty days or. Oh yeah, yeah. Plus there was the one about the fractions. The, um, <laughs> the old old people. The oh my gosh, the people with the animal masks. What? I think oh, that was the mobile game, wasn't no, it? No, it wasn't. It was. Oh, was you're like talking about video. the um, the uh, the movie one with the master, yeah, whatever that guy's masters, name was. The original masters. It was the um the two point eight. Oh yeah, right, I'm yeah. Blanket, but that's again just shows how relevant it ended up being. If I watched it, but that yeah, is the problem <laughs> <laughs> because they don't know how to make spinoffs and just have them be spinoffs. They felt like they had to. My main like issue is like they felt like they had to just basically combine everything. Like no, it all has to be part of the story. Yeah, it's like one universe and everything. And like if you don't count the collections that have been on the PS4, if you had if you wanted to get the whole story of Kingdom Hearts, you had to get a PS2, get a Game Boy Advance, get a Nintendo DS, get a um, PlayStation 
three. Portable. Um, you had to get um, oh, yeah, no, PS4, Xbox yeah. One, or you know whatever you to, to get, get the, the newest one. Yeah, the 3DS. You had to get a. If you lived in Japan for this one game, you had to get a cell phone to play this mm-hmm. one game. I, I think it was coded. That's something um, that really pissed and me like, off about. That's that's what was the original sin of Kingdom Hearts that put a really bad taste in my mouth. Was yeah. the Oh, we need to put a game on every single platform. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. what, really? You need to yep. break it up like that? Yeah, and it's just like, you, they're spreading it out so much, and it's like, oh, if you want the whole thing, you have to get everything. That's expensive. You, like, it get a oh, story. For your I'm, mediocre I'm, story that goes all over the place. And mm-hmm. we still have no idea what Kingdom Hearts is. Like, I, I can't even explain it. Like, I'm sure no. there's some lore master out there on the internet that can, like, explain it for me. But, like, I... I honestly couldn't tell you. It looks like a moon sometimes. It's a door. Like, I have no idea. Like The thing is, like, I'll get so close to figuring out the story of Kingdom Hearts, and then one thing will come in, and I'll just make you go, well, f***. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I like, thought I had what it. Was, then what's the point of this, and what is the point of that? Mm-hmm. What yeah. does this mean now? But, you know, we, when that was going on, we were forgiving it at the time because Kingdom Hearts 3 was going to come. That was the looming like, giant. It was like yep. the looming 13 giant. years since Kingdom Hearts 2 came out in 2006 and 2019 when the third game would come out. And we were all anticipating it because... The one game that would bring them back. The one game exactly. that would make it all make sense. That, that was the To bring the thing. them all together. Mm-hmm. One last time, mm-hmm. you know. One last ride. But it wasn't the last ride. And spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> we're going all spoilers here, so yeah. just, I'm not even doing the spoiler alert. Well, what the heck? I'll just sprint. Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, basically, it just... It, nothing mattered. Like, nothing mattered whatsoever. Like, you had, like, the whole... Um, oh, God. Like, it, it's been so long since I played. <laughs> like, just... Everyone died, and then just, like, that whole rewind back. Like, oh, that, that never happened, you know? And, like... And suddenly, Ansem... Uh, no, not Ansem. Um, Xehanort. Xehanort. Oh, it's all yeah. right. We'll forgive you for getting that confused. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but is it really? Or is it old Ansem? Or new Ansem? Yeah. Who's actually Z- Terranort. It's so confusing. Like, like really muddled. And, like, it, the, the whole... The game itself, like, leading up to... Like, if you ignore the story, if you ignore all of that, like, playing the Disney worlds, like, it's either hit or miss. Like, the Tangled world... Guess they never miss, huh? <laughs> nice nice <Oof>. nice one <laughs> oh yeah that felt good <laughs> like you know playing through the tangled world it was it was good and then the frozen one it sucked and the big hero 6 one it sucked oh my gosh, toy story climbing the dog it was great. mountain like three times <laughs> that was so infuriating <sighs> like they focused my the- proudest moment was using the snowball to draw a dick in the snow oh <laughs> In Arendelle, <laughs> live on Twitch, I was like, "Oh, well, I have an idea. <laughs> it's terrible, but I'm gonna do it." Yeah, and like, it's just it's just a Mickey head with a long face. <laughs> I mean, honestly, big nose, yeah. Mickey. <laughs> yeah, because no matter how you looked at it, the years never move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, and like, it just sucked, man. Like. <laughs> It, it, it really was did. Very weird. Kingdom Hearts to me is the prime example of if you are going of the reason where if you're going to start a project, you have the end in sight. Because to yep. me, Kingdom Hearts reeks of a story that they were writing as they went. Yeah. And that's why it's so confusing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I am convinced it was that element and whoever, whichever dumbass had the idea to make them all connected 
Yeah. Because, yep. like, it, it would be like, oh, sh- I was going to use Legend of Zelda as an example, but, like, ha-ha, there is, <laughs> you know, and, like, this, that's why I get so frustrated with people who insist on there being this big Zelda timeline. It's like, why can't things just be their own thing? Yeah. You know, like like Wind Waker for a second. Why can't Wind Waker just be Wind Waker? Why can't Dream Drop Distance just be Dream Drop Distance? Mm-hmm. Or just way, not be made. DDD, <laughs> 3Ds, it's Kingdom Hearts 3DS. 3DS, yeah. <laughs> I really hated that one. That was probably my least favorite besides 3. I think my least favorite... It, I know people love card games. Like it just chain of memories. memories. That was terrible. That's that's where we'll diverge because I love chain of memories. I thought it was great. Really? Yeah, I thought it was a nice change of pace, and I thought that once you get the once you figure out the cards, it's a lot of fun. Huh? I. It's more fun on with a controller than it was on Game Boy, though. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I would not have beaten that game (laughs) without (laughs) my buddy Tanner going like, "Hey, make Sonic Blade." And just do that. Yeah, that was really the key to win. And that was it. Oh, Chris. And that was it. <laughs> it was the key, key to win. Key to win. Yeah, yeah I got it. <laughs> like, I still have... My this. friends are my power. <laughs> <laughs> Not this time. <laughs> friends? Friends? But I, I still have the Snapchat of me beating that game on Twitch and just going like, oh, it's over. Like, thank God. And then two minutes later going... Riku mode? What is that? Because <laughs> I was such just a cool so sick of it at the time. I was like, so edgy. Can I just be done? And then there's, uh, speaking of things that don't make any sense, there's Riku and there's Replica Riku. And sometimes they're together. Oh, and sometimes Lord. they're apart. And sometimes one is evil. And sometimes both are evil. And sometimes one is good. And sometimes they're both good. And then, oh, why? Yeah. <laughs> I think I think also, like, this is just because of a company thing. Um Square Enix kind of like oh they've got changed so since like okay so like Square Enix uh, before they were Square Enix they were SquareSoft and or or Square um, they made the Final Fantasy games and Chrono Trigger games and all that stuff like they had Wonderful really games. great mm-hmm. really great people behind that work so there was like a whole you know management shift in like 2001 once you know Final Fantasy 10 came out once uh, the Spirits but then film came out like there was a whole shift going on and like mind goal set for the company that changed so like they really relied i don't know if you noticed or not but like ever since like final fantasy 12 and kingdom hearts like they really relied on visuals a lot rather than like you know actual gameplay and story so like you know for instance like final Final fantasy 15 and kingdom hearts 3 in my opinion are like the prime examples of that because you know they focus way too much like on creating their own engine or like you know using the unreal 4 one for kingdom hearts 3 and less on story and less on you know different mechanics and such you know like i feel like that was like a huge contributor to it but like you know once again they were trying to be like oh hey this is what we're known for you know and didn't really appeal to me because like look at the frozen sequence in um kingdom Hearts 3 oh like complete like dedication it's literally like that they the reason why that world was in there was because they wanted to recreate say look what we did with this technology kind of thing not like oh hey want to revisit arendelle again like nah no let's let's uh let's do it this way (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> honestly i was super excited for the frozen world and like if there was anything from that game that i could re-experience it would be the frozen sequence i mean it was very impressive it was just one of those things where like once the music hit i was like no way <laughs> no way had, like, and then they did it and they have, it was like interjected it was like oh I, man like oh 
this is this is the one thing where I'm like, that was cool. Yeah, I liked it. It was kind of cheesy, sure, but I'm like, ah, it, ah, yeah. yes. And I, I think um, honestly, I kind of want to talk about like briefly, like what we did like from three, because like you know we can keep on going like you know bashing three all we like, but I feel like there is some a little bit of merit to it. And Cheerathy? <laughs> not that. No, <laughs> no. Not cheerfully. <laughs> that made me stop playing for a while. I actually, remember it was hilarious for a few months, and it was so funny. <laughs> and like, and then I was like, "No, you gotta, <laughs> dude, you gotta beat it." I did. <laughs> I like the combat. That's about it. Combat mm-hmm. was fun, like especially with the um, the new key blades you get. Like you get new powers with it. Like I like the frozen one the most actually, because I like having like the, the two blades. I thought yeah. that was kind of cool. Like, I like the the monster one I one used. Yeah, that one was cool. I also like the uh, I thought I thought the um, the ride attacks were pretty interesting. The ones based off the oh, Disney ride. I thought yeah. they got stale so quickly. Yes, if you overused it. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah, but you didn't have a choice because they just pop up and it's like, no, I want to do the Keyblade thing. I don't want to do the ride thing because it takes like thirty seconds to you do. And I was like. One, I think, to cycle through because I got stuck with that yeah, too when I was but, playing it. I was like, How do I I want to cycle through? And then I, but when I'm butt mashing, you know, and just having <laughs> just turning my brain off a little bit, it's mm-hmm. like, No, I just want to go Super Saiyan Keyblade mode yeah. and, and not have to deal with all together now. <laughs> I will say, get one, on the cups. <laughs> I will say one good thing about the game I like the, the part of the Caribbean world. Was the worst, actually. The what? No, the, the the water. Oh, the, the raft. Oh, the one? water slide. That, yeah. Yeah. that was that. terrible. I hated that one so much. Um, I like the. I like um, the pirate ship either. No, nah, the pirate ship was. I like the I like the carousel. I like the the teacups, and I liked um. Teacups are cool. I like teacups. I thought the the. Oh, blaster. I hated the, the blaster one. <laughs> that one was not my favorite. Yeah. Oh, did you say that was your favorite? No, it wasn't my favorite, but it was like. It was the one that I definitely like skipped because I also don't think it did yeah, that much damage. But damage, for the couple times, I was like, time. "Yeah, yeah." Actually, nope. Scratch that. You know what my favorite part of Kingdom Hearts three was? Kingdom Hearts two point nine. <laughs> the intro that was yeah. hilarious. <laughs> I almost <laughs> myself laughing. Like that would play it. Like I just remember playing on Twitch and like that popped up. Like you did not. You absolutely did not. You mad lads. <laughs> yep. You memed on yourself. Yeah. But I like I actually like the um, the world of um, Olympus because like mm-hmm. it was actually fleshed out. There were people walking yeah, around for it once, felt like, like the most fleshed out, and like it was so detailed on Mount Olympus itself. Like I could actually like take a hike up here. Like this is kind of cool. Like going through that river area and like you know. But then you, there's no point in ever going back. No, there isn't. Like you do it and then it's done. Yeah, you know, that was kind of like a lot of the worlds. Maybe the pirates one you know just going back and getting like they didn't do what they did in all the other games where they had stronger heartless or nobody up here after you come back yeah they didn't do it was there was there um an optional um boss in kingdom hearts 3 yeah because i know the other ones there was there was yep there's one at uh the keyblade graveyard and it doesn't really look like anything you remember those like heartless in the first game that had they were like end game heartless that had the swords and they flew oh yeah it looked like that but red and black kind of and that's that's the final boss or final final boss and i I had i was level okay i was level 99 i had the ultimate keyblade and 
I was playing on hardest difficulty. Yeah. And I was able to beat it without any difficulty at all. I pretty much just yeah, was aggro was... on it the entire time. So there wasn't even any like skill associated with mm-hmm. like beating it. It's just I was so high leveled and had the strongest keyblade in the game that I didn't really even have to but, break a sweat. But the thing was, it was very simplified. Like I think on a total times I played it on hard, like not necessarily the hardest one, but like the one below it. And like I died maybe like six times i think mm-hmm. or seven times six or seven times total in the whole playthrough and most of it was the last boss yep like i wanted challenge you know when i played this game and like you know didn't really get it like yeah there because i just for the sake of um being on twitch and everything and just wanting to experience the story like i played on uh i think like the normal difficulty where it was just like perfect for first time players or whatever yeah uh did not think it would mean perfect for first time kingdom hearts players yeah. <laughs> i thought it was perfect for first time kingdom hearts three players yeah and so i was just breezing through it basically i died twice on the pirate ship fight with luxord but okay. that was because the map was weird and I couldn't figure out where the f*** he was half the time. Yeah. And then Xehanort, it's just like so many of his attacks just felt unblockable. Mm-hmm. Like that that was the thing. It's like it just felt like there's no skill. It's basically just like get hit, but not, you know, try to not get hit until you die. Right. And then heal and then hit him a little bit and then just get hit a bunch again. It just felt and repeat. very repetitive. I think the boss fights took a bit of a step back on this one, mm, especially sure. the main boss fights. Like at the end, the one that they've been building, they've been building up all this time was supposed to be this big mega get all the boys and gals together. We're gonna <laughs> have Avengers ourselves, assemble, yeah. we're yeah. gonna have ourselves a good old fashioned slugfest. So cool! It was so awful. The fact that you just had like four clumps of three bosses that you would fight in yeah. like one. And then after you beat one, then they have their own little cutscene. Like, all right, time out, everybody. He's got a he's got a little combo. He's gonna say he's gonna say, okay, time in. And then back to like fighting the other two. We would have enjoyed a single fight for every single one of them, mm-hmm. a meaningful fight for every single one. Mm-hmm. I would not have cared. I don't care how much longer that makes the game. Like, I don't care. You already took thirteen years. Thirteen years yeah. of my life of anticipation and hype. Might yeah. as well like actually finish the doggone thing strong. And you couldn't even do that. Exactly. Like. The fact that you just clumped them all together, it just proves that you had no exit strategy. It was, like you said, Charles, like we were writing as we go, wrote ourselves into a corner, overpromised, and couldn't deliver. Mm. That, I feel like a lot of the organization members don't have their own characters. They no, don't. Not really. Like, I, I liked, the, the one part I really liked for those final fights was I liked when you beat Luxord for the last time, and he talked about, like, maybe we can have a game or whatever when I'm a normal person again. I liked mm-hmm. that a lot. I was like, that Dude, that we, was cool. But that felt the, like a redemption arc, you know? Yeah, but that's the thing, is I already made you a normal person. And then mm-hmm. you're just like, no, this is not good enough. I gotta be bad again. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's the problem. It's like, well, what was the, the point of... The, I was like, really, this is the real Organization 13. Yeah. We have yellow eyes. Yeah. I also really want to do a gender bent Larkseen cosplay, but that's ah, sure. the point. I gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> I, I I did like in those those cluster fights where when Roxas came back. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. That was kind of cool. I didn't, I, think they, I didn't think it was paced well. From I mean, a storytelling perspective, I mean, no. it just wasn't paced well at all. 
The beats weren't there. They didn't give it a sec. There's so many times where a big villain, like a big bad from the previous game, just appears in front of Sora, and they just talk with him casually. Like, it's Mm -hmm. nothing. Instead of a big dramatic pause. like in Twilight Town, like, you know, when they show up at the mansion. It's like, oh, why are you here? shows up, when they show up, when freaking Marluxia shows up in the, you know, Tangled world. Mm -hmm. It's just, like, casual conversation instead of making it the big thing that it is. Like, they Mm -hmm. were big bad guys. And that, that, all, that just enraged me to no end because yeah. it's like you take all the meaning out of these appearances and just you know the one thing animes do well is they at least have these long pauses when some big bad character or new character appears or a character that we thought was dead appears yeah and they make it meaningful mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they just just kill it with this one yeah i also found this... not in a good way yeah <laughs> <laughs> i also found disappointing is the soundtrack of the game and like a lot of the previous kingdom hearts games you know a lot of the tracks being done are very memorable and for the longest time i'm not sure if she did three or not but yoko shimamura has been there since day one with kingdom hearts one and during um she actually composed final fantasy 15 which i actually love the soundtrack to the game like it's very very well done but then like you know, with Kingdom Hearts 3, I'm like, oh, great, this is going to be awesome. We're going to have some awesome tracks, you know, being done all over again. But it was just a rehash of, like, some of the older ones, like, done with a different, you know, rhythm to it. And, like, the, the new tracks that they have, they're not memorable. Like, you know, when you think of Twilight Town, you think of, you know, a, that certain theme. When you think of, you know, um, Hollow Bash or, you know, Radiant Garden, I guess, like, you know that certain theme. Like, with 3, like, if you told me, like, how does the um, Big Hero 6 theme I honestly go? don't like, remember the theme for Hollow Bastion. Oh, you don't? Well, I guess I do. <laughs> I, I think I that do. honestly has to come down to like the amount of times it's replayed. Because for me, personally, I didn't own a PS2 for the longest time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I finally got a PS2 during like my third year of college. Oh, really? So Yes. So a lot of times... That thing's a hunk of junk. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, a lot of times playing uh, like stuff like Kingdom Hearts was playing at a friend's house. Mm-hmm. And I, I started like... So many files at so many different friends' house. So the the ones that are nostalgic for me are like Alice in Wonderland. Oh yeah, and Deep Jungle because those are the ones I played over and over. Because in the beginning, and Kingdom Hearts I com- one. It's it's funny. I completely agree. Kingdom Hearts one and two, I think, are still. I still think are great. You just if you mentally picture it ends at two, then you you can still make it fine. <laughs> but it's funny you said Kingdom Hearts one. You said Deep Jungle. Uh, one of my coworkers, the 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 troll coworker who mm-hmm. will not, not be named, not be named. Nope, you ain't getting um, named here. <laughs> <laughs> I lent him uh, my Kingdom Hearts three collection, or not my Kingdom, my, my PS three, one point five, two point five collection, so yeah. he, he could play it for the first time. And he played one, and I was like, man, you got you got the full final mix version. Like, I I I'm excited for you. This is <laughs> I know where this is going. <laughs> and he plays it, and I knew it was a bad sign when. He, he was still stuck on Destiny Islands and he couldn't figure out how to leave because he couldn't figure out you were supposed to get the yellow coconuts. And <laughs> not the, not the oh, brown coconuts. Oh, no. <laughs> so I routinely give him crap for that one. <laughs> but you said Deep Jungle. He is now at another point where he's like, I can't advance this game because he can't figure out where Tarzan's 
friends are. Deep Jungle was a little confusing and convoluted for sure. I, but yeah. I, 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 I keep the joke going, but the truth is, I actually do see where he's going from. No, oh, for yeah. sure. I'm Easily. being completely honest. For sure. because, Deep Jungle, I Because the, the vines were actually confusing the first mm-hmm. time yeah. I played it. That's not, that's not even a... But that's like the last time I can think of in that game where there's any kind of confusing thing. Yeah, and it didn't help either. It was I, like platforming. Yeah. Like, Besides maybe Peter Pan's world. <clears throat> I would get confused with Monstro. I remember what I was Oh, younger. no, never mind. Yeah, that was, that was pretty bad. Yeah, like, so okay, you not, hear that? Not bad. You hear that, you jerk? You still got uh, Monstro and Peter Pan's world. <laughs> I told him to just like, look at the guidebook, but he's, he's, not, he's not about hey, the guidebook. Hey, yeah, the, the guidebook you yeah, used to that ask out that one girl. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Impress, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I, I think, like, I think the biggest thing... Like, cause like, obviously there's going to be another game. Like there's no doubt, despite what people think about three and what happened, people are still going to be, you know, hyping up for four, you know, they can be like, yeah. it's still going to be better than three kind of thing. And what do you guys think? Like, where can they go from here? Like, you know, how can they improve what happened? Like, they're just trying to keep this money train going. They, they stopped caring about storytelling a long time ago. It's mm-hmm. obvious that this is just, there's is a franchise they can milk and they're going to. And and it's sad. It's depressing because the first one, like I said, and the second one are two of my. They're my favorite games of all time. I love one. One's and my. It's favorite. so funny because, like, to me, after playing two and three, in terms of combat wise, like I can't go back to playing one without feeling hampered and interesting. Just, I still find like clunky and gross. Interesting. I, I still find a way to make it feel fresh with one on see, my playthroughs. I, I think I think the reason why like I like one the most and it's not I I, th- I think a big part of it is road tinted glasses. Like there's no doubt about that. But mm-hmm. like um I just think the world design, like the music, the way it looks, it just it feels I don't know. I don't know. There's some love magic. put into them. Yeah. Yep. Like the if you go through it has there's Disney a, magic. Yeah. Like if you go through Traverse Town, which is still one of my favorite worlds, like in any Kingdom Hearts, you know, game, whatever, like it's it reminds me of like a home warm town, like kind of like Frankenmuth, Michigan, for instance. Like you 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 go through and you always see something like, you know, you know, heart warming i guess or something like really just it felt nostalgic i guess you can say um it just felt cool like walking around like this actually feels like a real place i mean yeah it's ps2 graphics you know it's not very realistic but like you know you've like this is a real place that people live in it looks cool you know like the way that you know the alice in wonderland world looks it looks like a um not necessarily a stage play it, lo- it doesn't look you know it's got like a unique flavor to it. I-, I don't know how to describe it like it just looks cool like and i, I kind of focus on that more than like you know the actual like you know hitting x you know like button mashing the whole time you know compare like you know two and three is more complex button mashing i guess you could say but also on gameplay above like everything else so yeah like very much so that's true um but yeah because it's considered a action rpg right is that the genre kingdom hearts says no because like it's not it's not like it's not turn-based obviously you know like but obviously it's influencing other games uh Final Fantasy 15. Um, and it's just like, I don't know. It just, Kingdom Hearts, doesn't game it Kingdom Hearts 3 just feels like it was a, a homework assignment that was already late, but you still wanted to get credit anyway, so you slapped <laughs> something together for the end of the semester to get partial credit. Oh, yeah. That's what it feels like. It feels like there were good ideas there, and then they didn't elaborate on any of it. Right. 
it's, and they half-assed a whole bunch of it. Mm-hmm. And it, it kills me to say that because I was, like I said, I had didn't have anything I anticipated more in life than freaking Kingdom Hearts 3 in terms of entertainment. Yeah. And then, you know, and I didn't even try to hype it up. I really didn't. I really mm-hmm. didn't. I tried to be like, I'm going to accept what they got. And then... I, I can accept a lot of things. I can't accept terrible writing. Yeah, that, of things yeah. that don't make sense and no payoff for anything they set up. That was the that was a killer for me. It was like there, was, like you just said, no payoff because that was kind of what I was counting on Kingdom Hearts three to do. It was like, oh, it's gonna make tie all of this together. make sense and tie it up yeah. with a pretty little bow, and then it didn't. And I have never. It's so funny. Uh, I still have like all the the VODs of my Twitch playthrough, but I just I still remember feeling it. And like I have never gone my first first Twitch stream of that game. I'm like this is game of the year. This is beautiful. I love this. <laughs> no, I was this really enjoying awesome. it until yeah. the end. And then it just like slowly morphs into time. Just, and then by the end of it, I'm like I cannot. Like when they showed, you know, like when when Sora disappeared, and then I I. Didn't get the secret ending or whatever. Yeah. Oh, um, whatever. <laughs> but I went and watched the secret ending where Shora Sora shows up in like Tokyo or some dumb thing. Yeah, setting up their next. And I, I just gra- sat there. Cash grab. Yeah. I just sat there going, "Are you serious? All that?" And then basically with Xehanort, you've you know beaten him. And then Mark Hamill shows up and he's like, "It's okay, friend," and he takes him up to heaven. I'm like, "No, I want to kill the." F- like yeah no that was such an awful ending like hey i ruined everybody's lives here sometimes many times over Mm -hmm. uh but like my bad like like good game sora like to treat it like oh yeah like everything's all cool and just this ultimate like forgiveness ending no no yeah (laughs) not in this game not with this guy no this guy just ruined all these people's lives totally tore worlds apart (laughs) and he gets the free pass at the end no Yeah. yeah You know, it's funny. I, I'm just remembering when I actually finished it. Because, <laughs> like, like I mentioned earlier, like, I stopped after this one moment in the game. And I, I didn't play the game for quite a few months later. And skip to, I believe it was April 30th, because, like, I came back from Avengers Endgame. I'm like, I was oh, like, that's that was, right. I'm like, I'm like, I go to Charles and Amber, and I'm like, wow, that was so great. You know, like, I can't believe that was such a great movie. And which is like, funny because you were like, oh, it was such a good like tie up to everything. I was like, yeah, now I got to do Kingdom Hearts three. And I'm like, no. And he's like, no, I don't. And I'm like, yeah, you do. <laughs> how many? hours? like, like, how close I am? I'm like, you're pretty close. You just <laughs> got to five do hours it. close. You just got to do it. And, and like Amber, and I sat there the whole time, just like watching. Him. And like, I didn't eat anything. I didn't eat dinner that, that whole was time. Hilarious. I was like starving. I'm just waiting for the game to finish. It was like 12:30 at night. I'm like, dude, I'm tired. I'm hungry. He's like, you gotta finish. I'm it, like, you're, you're like, you're right there. You I'm just like, gotta do it, dude. Like, just, oh. just rip the bandaid off. <laughs> can we? Can we talk about? I am so, so, so sick of the trope. Where the hero has to die yes. in order, t- and then be brought back in <sighs> order to win. And it didn't even do anything. Like that's like, what makes you. He needed a Deus Ex Machina to save him again. Yeah, he needed fucking Terra to show up out of nowhere again. Exactly. And what's his face from the mobile game? Because of course oh, they yeah. had to they incorporate had, oh, that, that in there. Stupid. Because they roped they roped people like me into that <laughs> stupid. 
Wait, was Luke, your name in there? No, because you had to pay <laughs> to essentially get your name. It was a pay-to-win game where it was loot boxes, essentially, and you dumped. I dumped way too much money into that stupid mobile game. Mm. It had a story that they were like, oh, it's going to tie in. No, it doesn't. Vaguely, at best. Your name is mentioned in this, like... In this sequence where the names just fly by anyway. Mm-hmm. And anyway, yeah, it's like, oh, we have to find a way to incorporate that in because we've been roping suckers in on that for three years, you mm-hmm. know? So it's like, well, we have to have something in there. And then it's not even anything. It's not even... It, there's there's no, no payoff with that either. Nope. There, it, there's nothing that explains anything. It's just, oh, a bunch of Keyblades flying at the stupid... Oh my gosh, the stupid heartless tornado. It's getting me angry, man. Yeah, it, it makes <laughs> me angry because it's just bad writing. That's what it I'm, was. They, they should have extended the game and, you know, broken all that stuff down. I have no problem with including trying to tie up all the, the missing you know parts yeah. that they've built over the years including mm-hmm. the, the the mobile game that's fine just take the time to do it yep just just really explain it oh just that was the, the yeah. bad thing like considering we're still sitting here 13 years later and it's going i don't know what kingdom hearts is i don't know i can't that's explain a problem. That's like a problem. heartless or nobodies and some people are nobodies and they turn then into heartless and they turn back into yeah, what is nobodies unversed? and adverse like, yeah. just angry emotions or something oh good lord yeah <laughs> or emotions in general it's re- yeah i negative emotions stand by the theory that the only reason disney is in that game at all is because they knew it wouldn't sell otherwise hmm yeah could be that's that seems true honestly like because yeah because like there, there wasn't like they added final fantasy they added disney characters and it's like if you take all that away you know oh yeah that will get that they did did just that for kingdom Hearts three no final fantasy characters yeah that no sephiroth me. you've had like you could have added like <laughs> you had sephiroth as the like this secret ridiculously hard boss in mm-hmm. the first one and the second one to the point where like it's a tr- it's it's part of the game it's yeah. like where's sephiroth where's the hardest battle of the game it, and he nothing not no cloud nothing yeah i mean you could have easily you know if like, it's like okay maybe you know you don't want to use those same characters again fine like you have a whole plethora of like final fantasy characters you can use i mean use barts from like final fantasy 5 yeah use, use vincent like, you didn't like, use vincent in use any of them. anybody and like you have so many characters and it's like Nah, we don't need them. They're Sora and the gang is pretty much, uh, you know, popping around. It's like, uh, but we no. like those characters. <laughs> and the thing that my brother keeps keeps mentioning all the time, and I agree with him, is that the first the, the Disney worlds just were just meaningless in this game. I get it. The Disney worlds are a part of the games, but there wasn't. It didn't really progress anything. Mm-hmm. You weren't finding things. You weren't trying mm-hmm. to like there. It, it was there wasn't like a we're here and we got we found this item or this person or this we act we got this ability from yeah. Toy Story's world. Yeah. And then we got this from uh Arendelle. You know, it, no... then it makes a it's sense of why you're going to these places. It's just this vague thing of Sora needs to wake up. There's no kind princess of, power of, of waking or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like in there were in the first couple of games. The, I want to talk about since you brought up Disney Worlds, the you, and we kind of touched on this earlier about how disappointing the boss fights were. Yeah. I my favorite boss fight in that game is uh, Pirates of the Caribbean 2. Oh, with David Jones. Because you actually fight David uh, d- Jones. Yeah, a Disney villain. I was so I was so like I was hyped seeing Tangled and uh, Monsters Inc. in particular. Yeah. 
and even Frozen to an extent, being like, oh my god, I'm going to fight a heartless version of Mother Gothel. I'm going to fight a heartless version of Randall from Monsters, Inc. I'm going to fight a heartless version of Hans or whatever. Yeah. And none of that was there. And that yeah, like- was such a huge bummer. And there was the anti-Baymax fight from Big Hero 6 that just was stupid. Yeah. <laughs> And like that was that was the thing. It was I remember just feeling a huge amount of disappointment because like I thought it would have been so cool if you get in this fight with Mother Gothel and all of a sudden she has all this dark magic and stuff and she's floating kind of like Maleficent a little bit. Yeah. yeah. But like I and I was so ready for that and then it was just a heartless in the tower. And I went, oh. No, it's like it's like she fell off and then became dust and then suddenly that dust became the heartless. Yeah. It's like, okay, whatever. Like that's really lame. <laughs> like, um, yeah, it just. One word to sum up Kingdom Hearts series is disappointment. Just, yeah. just, dis, disappointment. Mother just, Gotham flies up and back up in all heartless form, and she's like, "You know what? Mother does know best." And then she just <laughs> beats the shit out of Rapunzel, and it's like, yeah. "Oh, that'd be awesome!" But you didn't do it. I will say there was one funny part of the game um, when Buzz Lightyear's like, "You're just a video game character." That was hilarious. <laughs> it's like no, nothing you do means anything. It's like, wow, y- you know what, Buzz. You got a point here, <laughs> Buzz. You son of a bitch. You did it. <laughs> I'll, I'll give them. I'll give another positive thing for Kingdom Hearts uh, three. In the worlds, they did seem to have original Disney storylines. They didn't have like just rehashing of a movie insert mm-hmm. movie. Other than maybe Frozen, Tangled, to a I'd extent, say. Tangled, yeah, but. Basically, you go to Toy Story, and I was thinking, oh, we're just going to redo Toy Story. And they didn't. They did something different. It was before 3 and after 2. So it's kind of like, oh, it's kind of cool. So I give them credit for, you know, that, that there was, you go to these worlds expecting, oh, it's just going to, we're just going to get a retelling of whatever the movie was. But yeah, with Sora and friends involved. Mm -hmm. But they they didn't for for quite a few of them. And so for that, I, I, you know, I I do respect that. Yeah. And also, I will say the Pirates of the Caribbean world, I actually really like traveling, uh, sailing to the islands. Like, they felt like new locations, you know, you can check out like, oh, check out this little island that has like a little cove, you know, inside it you know you just like yeah there was like you know crabs you can that was the whole purpose of it but like you know it was just kind of cool exploring those islands like you know there was like oh defeat davy jones and the flying dutchman thing like no no hold on a second i'm gonna gonna explore all these islands you know check all this stuff out because it's kind of cool i like i like doing stuff like that yeah my favorite part of the islands were what they're really good places to find ingredients oh (laughs) i am triggered (laughs) i am triggered You know, I totally oh, forgot man. all about that until just now. Oh, I didn't. <laughs> oh, that was burned into my brain for months. Yeah. I can't even remember what you even get for mastering the synthesis stuff. stuff. Yeah. Because it wasn't Wait. important to get to the master keyblade, so I didn't do it. Wait, hold up. Were there Moogles in 3? I mean, yeah, were there Moogles in 3 at all? Yeah. There was Tirithi. Whatever the hell he was. That's that's they that were. Was like, okay, that's one Final Fantasy character. Just like one. coin purse. Yeah, because it was a Moogle shop. Yeah, so just one. Wow, that is sad. <laughs> I feel like just... Moogles are cool in other Final Fantasy games, but it's like they're just kind of like nothing in the Kingdom Hearts games. The other thing know? is they totally gave up on Winnie the Pooh's world. You go there and you just do why mo- are we doing this world you again? Just do mobile games. Like, that's all it was was uh, mobile games. It's a shovelware world. And, but that's the thing is it's not even diverse mobile games. It's a variation of the same mobile game. It's yeah. not like, you know, the past couple times we've been there where each minigame was something totally different. Yeah. Honestly, I'm so glad at how short it was. I'm, I'm glad it was short because into... I get it. We've, 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 
We've done it all. Yes. We've done Hercules. But, we've done Winnie the Pooh in every single Kingdom Hearts game. But it's like to be so lazy that it's like the same mini game reskinned in different. It was basically Candy know, Crush spot. Yeah, it was, it was only <laughs> Candy Crush. That was all it was. Yeah. You know, so that was frustrating to me. It's like do more storytelling here, or or wrap it up, or maybe you know just keep it simple. Out of and clean. So. <laughs> I wish I, someday I'll be able to laugh about it. <laughs> I just I would have been so happy if they just like cut Winnie the Pooh in general because that was and I I just, like get it for nostalgia purposes and whatever and mm-hmm. you know Pooh's a fun character but like in terms of just like I said I'm very gameplay first in terms of strict gameplay Winnie the Pooh's levels were just felt like a just a drag. Like, yeah. I never did anything that I didn't have to in the first one, the yeah. first couple, because it was just like, I don't want to. This is not fun for me. Yeah. It Well, the whole thing, the whole purpose between behind those worlds was because it had a lot of rare items in it. It was optional. Like, you didn't have to yeah, do it. Yeah, was there it. for the rare Like, stuff. if you wanted to get, you know, um, or a calum or whatever it was called, like, some of those or like, rare... Calcum? Yeah. Like, one of those rare treasures, you would have to go to the Winnie the Pooh world in order to do it. Like, you know, it felt tedious. It felt like, I'm like, oh, here's these mini games again. I have to jump on all the tree stumps, you know, to finally get this thing or catch Piglet, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's, like, really boring. Like, you know, like, yeah, it's nice and sweet, but, like, it's just not necessary. Like It's just it's just one of those things where it's, like, you make a game, like, Kingdom Hearts, I feel like, is specifically focused on combat mm-hmm. and a lot of that. And you make a game around those mechanics, and then you do stuff to purposely throw those mechanics off. It just completely like ruins it for me. Another great example is, um, at least that I recently beat, was Mario and Rabbids. Yeah. Uh, for the Switch, which it it got to a point where it was annoying. It's mm-hmm. like a solid three out of five game for me. Yeah. Um, but they do. There are some. They do status effects. And the enemies can also do the status effects to you, which is like, sure, I'd expect that. But you only have three people in your party yeah. at a time. If they do, uh, you know, if they do one move where you don't attack for a turn, that like majorly screws you over. And then in the final boss fight, this is the thing that really got me. In the final boss fight, it's three stages. In the third stage, there is a mechanic that is not used anywhere else in the game. Like, they just introduced a brand new mechanic like at the last for that minute. boss fight. And I just went, why? <laughs> like, I had to look it up. And I went, How was I supposed to figure that out unless it was an accident? Right. Like yeah. Because it was never used. It's the same thing when you, you know, take Sonic and you put him in a stupid, you give him a f- stupid sword. And then you have to go around <laughs> and talk to villagers. It's like Sonic is about going fast. That's what his mechanic is based off of. And then you put stuff in that purposefully diverts from that and it yeah. sucks yeah it's that's made me tired <laughs> just kingdom hearts 3 man like and, and the, th- the sad thing is like we 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 com- we criticize it because we love the series we have a very soft spot <laughs> for it but then like <laughs> well as growing up like that's like i genuinely one and two are one so and two were amazing games. and then like Three was just such a Even huge letdown. Even with the context of three, I'd say one and two are still my favorite games. I've just got, I'm gonna end it there. It'll just be one chain of memories when I'm in the mood for it, and two <laughs> that'll be it. Everything else, I'm canceling out. Yeah. That Birth by right. sleep, nah, didn't happen. <laughs> Dream drop distance, didn't happen. Three, didn't Coded? happen. Who? Yeah. 
<laughs> I'm pretty much just one, 1. 1.5, and 2. That's it. Yeah. Well, I think that's a nice way to just end the episode. Yo, here. Kingdom Hearts 3 sucks. Welcome to Going Off Topic. <laughs> <laughs> well, once again, I want to thank you again, Charles, for coming on the show again. You know, Absolutely. And even if it was ended on a you know somber note. But, you know, just... It was good talking again, man. It was nice yeah, to talk about video games and hype and, you know, Labor Day and stuff. <laughs> so. And Labor Day, yes. Yeah, yes. And 30 to 50 feral hogs running through Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> With hot dog plants. Yes. It's a finishing move. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> hit triangle to stomp on your enemies. <laughs> Is there anything you want to plug in before we head out? Uh, yeah. So I... I've mentioned it a couple times. I think I said this last time too mm-hmm. that I was on, but I do, I do do, <laughs> I do do, <laughs> I do stream on Twitch. Um, I've I've been kind of taking a little bit of a break from it just because of some uh, some personal stuff. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I do stream on Twitch usually about three to four times. A, I usually try to do three to four times a week. Is there um, anywhere that can like you know? get social media updates possibly yes. when that stuff happens you can follow so me. glad you asked Brandon <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can follow me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash name OT game not name on game like some jackass decided to call me <laughs> it's like what did, how do you do that I, it, because I name of name of the game is not an account but they won't let me use the name Ooh. like it's it was like a deleted account and they won't let me use oh, that name shame. it's so stupid so name um, ot game yes and you can also follow me on twitter it's the best place for that sort of updates also at name ot game cool all right well you can check out his twitter page um this uh, twitter account to see you know any updates on when to get it's getting very awesome political <laughs> uh, i'll probably be back up mid-september nice it was just i need a break Still waiting on Banjo Month. Yeah, yeah, you'll get your Banjo Week. (laughs) (laughs) Well, from all of us here going off topic, I just want to thank you for joining us, and have a good one, guys. A good Labor Day. I know now that without a doubt, Kingdom Hearts is hype. (laughs) (laughs) What? I tied it all together. Oh. It's a big big circle. You did it better than the third game did. Hey everybody, thanks again for checking us out in this episode of Going Off Topic. We're available on other platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. And while you're on it, go ahead and give us that little five-star rating review because the more ratings reviews we have, the more listeners we get, and we get more exposed. And any support helps us out a lot. And I promise it's not just a huge ego boost, even though it is sometimes. Go ahead and check us out on our social as well, which is facebook.com slash goingofftopic. From there, you can receive the latest notifications about updates, news, and episode uploads of Going Off Topic. But once again, Chris and I want to thank you for joining us in this episode, and we hope to see you in the next. Jazzing that up, and it didn't really work. The past month, after they escaped... Are you... We are recording. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh my <laughs> gosh, this is this so is unprofessional. This is rude. I'm sorry, guys. Unbelievable. I'll turn my phone I thought off. it was going to be me. <laughs> <laughs> what is that, a Pokemon Go update? <laughs> you still on the Pokemon Go? Nah, people are curious, and I'm just like, nah. Uh, nope. We're recording. Also, I know you're doing You like- up?